everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Damiani. Wow, the mist out here. It's really getting in my eyes. Ian Hink. <laughs> Kyle Bossman, covered in tears. Brendan Jones. Somebody brought a flashlight, right? And so, wait, what is that line? <laughs> the mist? And, I don't know. I, I don't we're know. lost in the mist or oh, something? Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> did, can I quickly mention that my room, or my friend Jack and I did a mist-only speedrun of the show Mist on very Netflix? Very quickly. You can say this very quickly. <laughs> we, if the preview frame didn't have mist in it, we skipped it. How, how that long? show is terrible, but we got through the entire season in about an hour and a half. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, that show's bad. Don't watch it. Just the mist stuff. Yeah. Uh we actually understood the entire plot, too. To listeners, wow. the reason we were on that bit, I do feel I have to explain off the top of this podcast, is my eyes are very wet right now. Uh, just put some eye drops in them. Yeah. And they're running, like, horizontally across his nose. Okay. Hey, whatever. It's, it's like, like you're in a convertible right now or yeah. something. I, <laughs> going I backwards. I feel nice, though. The eyes feel nice. Nice. It's all nice. I feel all right. comfortable all eyes. Good stuff. Michael Damiani, what is your goal this week? To say... No more than I have to less than three times use the word um. Less than three. That was me so last just week. last week. Yeah. Jones did four. Whoa, okay. one upsmanship. I, yeah, I did way more than four. When I was yeah. watching it later, I near the end clearly so. did not count several. Oh, okay. Okay. It was, okay, it was it was in the teens. Four sure. thumb fail. Okay, Ian Hank, what is your goal this week? Uh, you're all just gonna have to trust me on this one. This is a personal mm-hmm. exercise for myself. I want to. At some point in this podcast, not be thinking about synths. No synths. Because I think about synths pretty much all the time. Okay. Like, a part of my brain is constantly thinking about a synth. And when you say that, are you thinking about like shopping? Or like no, just thinking about my synths. So, but, I mean, are you thinking about, like, music? Yeah, like, <laughs> things I could do on the OP1 that I just got. got it, you got know, it. thinking about my Korg mini-log, you know. All right, no synths. Synths. The rest of this podcast. We'll save that for the synth podcast. Yeah. Which is coming in April. The Brandon Jones. <laughs> uh, my goal is to respond to something with a something Mario would say, an, an exclamation Mario would make to something in the okay. podcast. I love that. Uh, my <gasps> my yeah, goal is to end do. the podcast a little bit heavier than I started it. <laughs> it is now time for corrections. Wait, like physically? Begin corrections music, please. <laughs> House Marks in Finland. Uh, oh, and we want to make it very clear that Sony-funded games still need to make money. Uh, we were never suggesting that Sony first-party <laughs> games are just... They only exist just to sell consoles. Uh, we, we, obviously, we weren't talking in black and white like that. Uh, there is less pressure, I would say, on first-party titles to make money as opposed to EA titles. Uh, we may get into that. Uh, but that's the comparison. We saw the tweet. We saw Druckmann say that it was important for Uncharted to make fun money. We know. We know. We know that's important. But still, it's less so. And Crash of Music, please. Just two. Oh, uh, well, no. I just... Look, everyone, it's late. I didn't put as much prep into this podcast as I normally do. <laughs> okay. I was writing a rap. I was had writing, a rap. I had, to write a, I had to write a two-minute rap, which is a regular song length, almost. Almost regular song length. Depends on the song. If you're, if you're, if you're like Minor Threat, that's like four songs. What, what is Minor Threat? They're like a punk band. Cool. Uh, so that oh, was a good very short. Kyle, Kyle, how about you have to wrap the corrections next episode to make up <laughs> to for To make this? up for it. Yes. No. Okay, <laughs> just an idea. I mean, now I have to. So there, no, there could have been more corrections. That's as far as you got. Th- this is what I remember. That's This is the one. Like, sometimes 
like I was like, I should have gotten that right. You know, th- those are the corrections I like to put in. And then the, these are other ones that are like, I don't, you know, they're entertaining to me. And so, yeah, you know, I did not dig through every comment of last week's episode. There could be some hidden corrections in there. Gotta say, this podcast is off to a bad start. <laughs> no, I like this so far. Yeah. All right. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. My eye hurts. I don't know. Sure. Uh, oh, jeez. It weird. <laughs> As you say, this podcast off to a bad start. I disagree with it, but we have to. I want to talk about something uh, that is kind of serious. Uh, in that Damiani asked me what we're talking about this week and asked if we're talking about IGN, yeah. and my answer was no because, like, the, again, there's a lot of things I don't cover on the podcast. But I want to. I want to make it clear to the audience why the answer is no. I don't want to. I don't want to look like we're just afraid to talk about things it's more just what i want to discuss on the podcast and things like that but as damiani said he thinks it's important to put out a positive message out there uh uh even if we don't discuss the news in particular damiani you said this best and you look at me with these big eyes (laughs) as just like he's doing well yeah yeah, you're doing a good job okay i I mean you're the host so yeah keep going you got it (laughs) don't stop now (laughs) anyway yeah, we care about victims. We, we care about what's happening out there. We don't have opposing opinions at this desk. We don't have takes on, on such matters. And so, yeah, we, we do want to uh, spread positivity. We, we, we want to uh, uh, make anyone know that, you know, uh, we have backs. We got your back. But, uh, yeah, I don't want go, – go ahead. To catch people up, yeah. uh, uh, two women at IGN, one yeah. currently working there, one not, uh, came out and claimed that uh, – one's one of them specifically yeah. uh, came out and claimed that she was being had previously been sexually harassed at IGN, reached out to HQ, yeah. uh, reached out to HR, and yeah. they didn't uh, respond favorably. They uh, made her sign a document that said, don't talk about this or you're going to be fired. Um, and so uh, the people at IGN stood up and striked. And uh, only did that for a day. And two things I want to point out that uh, that very uh, that uh, I was proud of. One, I thought uh, IGN was very quick to react to this. They, mm-hmm. they definitely, I mean, they were they were poked and prodded to do so. Um, but I give I give credit to IGN for you know getting out uh, um, and actually issuing a statement. Uh, and uh, props to the second person, I believe the the woman who is not currently working at IGN, who was kind of forced into the situation it seemed from my perspective because one of the women came out and, and made that statement and the other one was like oh from my perspective like oh we're doing this okay and so she took a little time and then finally decided okay i'm gonna attach my name to this as well Jones? and she came out on social media so we're officially props to ign and props to her we're officially talking about it we're now. doing it yeah okay i mean i gotta trust you you're the co-host i gotta trust your instincts on this why well, i just want to give credit where i believe credit is due. sure right? where, yeah. where it, it, it as of right now it is i wouldn't say the situation is handled i don't think any of these situations will ever be handled um, but uh, I, I I like what was done on on both ends of the the aisle there. Okay. From my perspective, that's the thing. That's the yeah. thing. Oh yeah, it's just there are there are greater places to have these conversations than the Easy Allies podcast, uh, which is a stupid podcast. We're, we're it's dumb, definitely dumb. a fun light podcast. Yeah, but I mean it goes. I mean I guess it doesn't go without saying. But like we we believe people. We believe yeah. victims when they say they've been the this target of of some kind of harassment like we believe you and we support you yes you know thank you ian yes yeah and and that's our stance you know and um these investigations they happen and then the things that are found out are not found out but it's like you know the the baseline is listening and believing people when they say things and you know that's just common sense common courtesy i think and that is the easy allies policy going forward 
because I don't think this is the last week we have a story like this to talk about. Sure. Right. Okay. It's, it's pretty frequent recently, which right. is maybe good that we're hearing about all these things. I mean, it is good, I think. Yeah, definitely. That it's all coming out. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about the power of social media, and I don't want to get into it. That's a whole other thing, <laughs> but yeah, it's weird. It's, yeah. it's, it's an interesting It's a huge, thing. heavy issue that, like, also, like, we're four white, you know, men, more or less. And the number like, four. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and the easy allies, we're all oh, white read, people. White men. I go, we're you're saying four white men. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Woohoo. Uh, you know. Uh, male presenting individuals, more or less, and like you know, what's what are we gonna say? Besides, we support we support the victims. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, as part of the stupid podcast, it is time for one of my favorite segments. Rank the significance. Good transition. Yeah. Uh, so, Jones, you're 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 perplexed about rank the significance. I don't, yeah, I can't. What's it about? Two huge cameos in some. Huge oh. fighting games. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. So, just this week, in, in, in uh, respected tournaments for these two games, we had Noctis announced for Tekken 7. Noctis of Final Fantasy 15. And that no- oh, that Noctis. <laughs> <laughs> and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Injustice 2. Wait, who Along are, with the, Huntress who are the Ninja Turtles? Who, who are the four Ninja Turtles? Michelangelo. Leonardo, Raphael, and Splinter. So, can, I want. Wait, can you permit me a beautiful anecdote that I heard from my friend? This is your second anecdote. You got one more after this. Okay, I'm limited to three. <laughs> it's like in fourth grade when I was limited to three times to speak in a class. But um, whoa, that's true. That's, that's a that's I'm, a good anecdote. I'm a disruptive Dude, youth. No. <laughs> I was a disruptive youth and adult. But uh, my friend was in a restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, and there were these four older women trying very very loudly to remember the names of the turtles Mm -hmm. and they couldn't do it and the entire restaurant was just listening to them and everyone was really annoyed so then finally he just got up walked over and went michelangelo donatello leonardo and Raphael, and then just went back and sat down the entire restaurant started cheering (laughs) (laughs) and it's beautiful ike you're a genius anyway sorry thank you kyle they, for what? For naming the Ninja Turtles. Oh, you're welcome, Damiani. Uh, so I think this is, it's a little too easy to rank the significance off the top. It's Ninja Turtles. But I want to have a more nuanced discussion <laughs> about it. You know what I mean? Like w- about each announcement. And if if Noctis is actually a big deal, if that is a pull, if that is a get. I thought it was a better trailer. I enjoyed the Noctis trailer more, but the announcement was more fun. Jones, I love trailers. That's insane to me. You like that Noctis trailer more? More work was put into that, clearly. What? Oh, yeah. All right, let's do this. It's different work. Here we go. Here we go. Right. What do you like about that trailer? I I like that it... It plays up the wackiness of Noctis being in this world. You're I like right. yeah. I like that they play with which of the four of them are gonna go. You right. know that you it starts with Noctis with the slow reveals. So it's like okay, it's probably gonna be him. But I like that you know Prompto's like it should be me. I'll be back in no second. It'd be yeah. no big deal. Like I think that's fun. <laughs> um, I like that they go straight into to gameplay. You know we see like all of his moves. I just think it's the it's got a, a fun little. I think the ending's a little soft, but uh, um, uh, I think. That was definitely a conceived. I, I think more thought and planning went into the, the creation of that trailer than than the other trailer. The other trailer seems to kind of be in line with a lot of the other announcements. That uh, Jones, I watched you know. the dips from Black, and I just think you've killed your pacing three times in this trailer. I agree. I mean, the the Noctis trailer is a trailer I would not have watched the entirety of. 
you, had me, I not had to for this podcast. Well, here's a here's a, a like just a plainly good thing about that trailer is they show gameplay. We know exactly what yeah. Noctis looks like yes. yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in 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 uh, Tekken Seven. Whereas the Ninja Turtles reveal, it does Jones. It happens in a very atypical Injustice Two trailer. Right. Uh, Adam, A T O M. The Adam. The yeah. Adam. So Black Adam is also DC. Correct, but that's Adam with a D, A D A M. Okay, oh. and this is the Atom, A T O M. And he can make multiple versions of himself. He too? can shrink, and so that's like that's like their example of him oh. getting bigger, and so it just to kind of shows like here's where he's been. That it's was like unclear to me. Up and trail, at yeah. them. I, <laughs> I thought he was like the guy who can multiply himself. So that was just like, how do we show him growing? The visual representation of yeah, of him like getting in, bigger. In the Ant-Man like the Don effect that you that? did in. Uh, yeah. Oh you know, right, uh, right, right, yeah. In uh, opinion, yeah. <laughs> Ant Man, they kind of did that too, where it's like a little bit, yeah. Right? The poster is him bit. of various yeah, yeah, sizes yeah, yeah, yeah. going okay. down. So yeah, okay, okay. And then the Enchantress, just yes. Enchantress, yep, from Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Please don't. But a much different, much we different know version. She's probably of... in something before Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean we she's know. whatever. Not but emotion, that's what we know her from. She's picture, from the one good not shot. Action. Yeah, she's from the one good shot of that movie where her hand is on the desk and then Enchantress's hand comes in and then it flips and then she becomes Enchantress. That's the one good. That was cool. Suicide Squad, bad movie. <laughs> super, super I know it's bad. a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> this birds. What do you got, Damiani? I feel like the Injustice right. trailer was more of a hype trailer. Right. Sure. Yes. The slow reveal. Yeah. You don't know what's coming. You see the sigh. More of a surprise. Yeah, throwing down the sigh, I don't, I'm not the biggest expert in DC lore. It could have been someone other than Raphael's sigh, correct? Like some other character oh, in DC. Like Deathstroke. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah like, so yeah. who... You're thinking there could have been like one of the ninjas, one of the assassins. Yeah, you know, sure. could have been Talia. Who is this? You know, like, as soon as the coat, though, as soon as I saw yeah, the trench, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're like, and oh, yes. fun reveal with Raph. Raph like, yeah. So good in the mm-hmm. iconic shot that got me more excited uh, about about video uh, about injustice because I'm more into Ninja Turtles. I like that reveal, but the Noctis trailer, I agree. I feel is a little bit too drawn out. Mm-hmm. There's no, there was no surprise to that the immediate first shot, any 15 fan could have told that the 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 font they use like oh that's the 15 font. As soon right. as they like zoom out and you see the 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 telephone and the ring, you, you should know by then oh that's Noctis's phone. Yeah. Then you see the newspaper oh he's in one of the the, the shops or whatever. Oh they're at the garage or at Sid's garage. It it was not. A surprise. So, reveal. like Jones, I feel like this would be a, a trailer Jones discussion. Is sure. the purpose of a trailer? Because this one is revealed at a, at a Tekken Seven tournament, you right. know. And to think of the crowd just kind of just kind of like murmuring yeah. while he's having that entire phone call, you know. Like Damiani said, the other one is is hype. And I think if you're if you're showing it in front of a live audience, hype should be your prime directive. Sure. Yeah. You know, like not necessarily telling the story of Nocta's getting on the phone and everything. I think that's why I would knock it as a trailer. Also, I think we kind of mentioned this while we were watching it, but the fact that it has the Tekken splash at the beginning of the trailer for Noctis, mm-hmm. then the trailer doesn't play out like that. Like, a perfect example is Thor Ragnarok, where the trailers all ruined the biggest reveal in that movie, but the movie itself plays out like you don't already know what's about to happen. Yeah. It's like the movie is playing is spending a half hour building up something that everyone in the audience already knows is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And this trailer does the same thing where it's building up and building up to this reveal like, oh, he's going into Tekken? Yeah. But it ruins it by having the Tekken stuff at the very beginning. Yeah. It's very uh, weird. So outside of the trailers, though, is Noctis a big deal? Is it actually that interesting for him to appear in Tekken 7? 
such a bizarre character to, to pick. Mm-hmm. Especially out of any of the Square Enix characters they could have thrown into Tekken, Noctis seems just just doesn't seem like he fits in with the playstyle. Watching that trailer, mm-hmm. watching the amount of teleporting, the warp strikes he was doing, the teleporting around and hitting people is so weird. Him, they never show him getting hit. Yeah, he's killing yeah, guys yeah. the it's whole a, trailer. Yeah, yeah. I love how many KOs so were in it. He was not only doing moves, he was always winning with every <laughs> yeah, move he oh, did. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all right, Square every move was yeah. a killing Square move. Square Enix, yeah. like he can never get yeah. hit in the trailer. Yeah. It must be perfect. He is doing like parries. He's and like he is blocking. Well, but, like, I think never they do that. They do that because they want to hype him up. Oh yeah, but it's like yeah, you're not really clear on what he actually plays. Like kinda, because it's only the hype stuff. When they put Akuma or they put. I mean, any other Street Fighter character, the concept of them being in a Tekken game, like projectile character and Street Fighter moves, there's always like a conflict of like, that's not the style of Tekken. They don't mm-hmm. necessarily fit into that universe. They did a p- decent job with Akuma, I think. Noctis they did a great a, job with Akuma. Noctis is a whole other level of what the hell. And I thought I thought I saw some of the reactions to it of people saying, why Noctis? Why? That's so bizarre and random. I think they did it for shock value. Mm-hmm. Oh, Noctis. Whoa. Yeah. That's a headline I'm going to read tomorrow on a news site that Noctis is in Tekken 7. It it'll, the podcast. It'll get people talking about it. Right. Yeah. It's so bizarre. I I don't know what other Square Enix character I would have thrown in there over him. I mean, Cloud, Cloud. would have been easier. <laughs> Everyone's like, well, Cloud was in Smash Brothers. You can't ever put him in another fighting game now. It's like, yeah. Of course you can. You put Cloud in there. You could have put a Dragoon or, I don't know, like a more melee monk class would have probably fit in. But like- then you had to create that whole entire character model. And so many animations and so many, like, how do we actually make these magic spells work? Like, Gladio would have actually been a better character no, to be in there. No, no, no. Yes, Gladio, no. big no, hulking Gladio, no. yeah. Why would, no. Okay. But that's why I like that moment if he's like, clearly I should go. Yeah, because you know? like yeah. Yeah, he, he does make and more I, sense in Tekken, for sure. And What's I think up? this way, like, the actual structure, like, the running time and the pacing, and like you're saying, going to black and everything like yeah. that. Like, yeah, I think the, obviously the Injustice is a little tighter. But I think inevitably when you have announcements like this, certainly with Injustice, even just amongst Easy Allies, we had a little like a little hot debate in Slack when like they were announcing stuff and it was like, well, I think this is kind of dumb that these characters are added. Like, doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I saw some people that were like, I love the Turtles, but I, I'm paying money on this game because I like DC. I want more DC characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think uh, I like the Tekken Seven trailer addresses that. They realize like this makes no sense. Yeah, and we understand that and we're, we want to play with it. You know, whereas like, and so I kind of like that it gets down to the kind of little meta levels. Like it gets a little bit past the announcement and kind of gets into the playfulness of. Of that this is nonsensical, whereas Injustice is just kind of surface level of just like, there they are, be excited, trailer's over. Mm-hmm. So the, the legit question I have for you guys, because I'm not really sure, because I'm kind of divorced from the fighting game scene and I didn't play all that much of 15, but like, it doesn't seem like it's going to push units. Oh, like overlap? Noctis, <laughs> yeah. isn't a system, Noctis isn't a household name. Yeah. I don't see this like causing that many people to go out and buy either of these games. I almost think Geese Howard will sell more. I think more people will download Geese Howard than will download Noctis. Who is that? For Tekken? Uh, yeah, for Tekken. He's the character. He's, he's the second character who will be in there. Uh, Fatal Fury, is that one he, the one he's He's the from? villain, right? Yeah. Oh. From, from Fatal Fury. Yeah, Neo Geo fighting games. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, that's that's like more, like, that's not a household name either, but, like, for me anyway. But yeah. that's in, that's more interesting, and it seems like kind of a cool thing. But like this to me is like, all right, I'm not going to buy Tekken 7 for this. Maybe it's not buying Tekken 7, Kyle. I'm sorry, I don't know this off the top of my head. Yeah. Either these Both these characters are part of paid DLC. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just trying to get mm. people who already own Tekken 7 to keep buying into Yeah, sure. Their, well, that's what yeah, I mean. That's why I think more people get geese than will actually download Noctis. 
I okay. see. You know what I mean? Uh, but I mean, I guess most people get season passes. Anyway. So they're just looking for the maybe small overlap. I mean, I don't know how big overlap of people yeah. who already like Tekken Seven and already like Final Fantasy Fifteen. Mm-hmm. They're gonna. They're a sure thing. Yeah. And they don't care if anyone else does it. They're out there. I, I'm we, sure they're out there. We've talked about this. We have so many things to talk about. We talked about this for way too long. But okay. I, do oh, I got more. I want to touch on one thing, too. That was a really important thing that we haven't talked about that needs to be addressed. Okay. Uh, let me go first. Okay. <laughs> this, to me, is the version of the Ninja Turtles we all want. That, baby. Oh, really? okay, yes. this, you wanted to say the same oh, thing? Oh, yeah. It's the movies, man. Yes. Yeah. That's interesting. You don't see them on in new movies. You don't see them on TV. Yeah. You don't see video games made out of these Ninja Turtles. These are not the Bay Turtles. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, those freakazoids. I I mean, mm-hmm. I, that's very surprising to me. Yeah. You know, that they went to the the went to the turtle people and were like, "We want turtles." Mm-hmm. And those turtle people oh. were like, "Well, you're getting bay." Period. Yes. Like they're pull a Lucas where they're like, "You're getting the version we're selling right now or nothing." Mm-hmm. Or even like one of the new cuz it seems like there's a new Ninja Turtle cartoon like every 2 years. <laughs> it does. Um I wonder if it's the other way around, so, actually, because they maybe they could only get the license for these. They couldn't get the license. Yeah, because hmm? this doesn't Param or Viacom still have Viacom. the Ninja Turtles. They like, were doing a Ninja Turtles but cartoon. But Kevin Eastman is the creator of Ninja Turtles, right? Kevin Eastman Studios, whatever mm-hmm. holds like the general know? rights to it. I'm not entirely sure. I, I get know. a bunch of emails from Kevin Eastman Studios about Ninja Turtles stuff. So mm. what are they emailing you about, Damiani? You should, uh, you like comics reply. and stuff. No, no, well, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like someone signed me up for a fan letter I know, for I know. it or something. I know. Um, Nickelodeon had a Ninja Turtles show yeah. Like yeah. a year ago. Or oh, yeah. I don't know if it's still going. Uh, But yeah, I, I, I think that is, it's definitely Viacom because Paramount oh, does Viacom the, for the sure, movies yeah. too, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but it, it's directly referenced. Like the mm-hmm. Raphael wearing the, that coat and yeah. hat, that's the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the What you call the iconic shot is from the animated opening. Uh, but it's, it shows the turtles jumping up across yeah. the sky. Yeah. It's the turtles we all wanted, and yeah. it's just to me, it's very savvy. It, it's a very, it's a good representation of the Ninja Turtles. Pretty crazy, and it hits the right age range of audience, I think, for that game probably. Yeah, it 100 percent does. It's not the children who are watching the Nickelodeon show, an adult, I have to assume. But yeah, just I heard it's kind of good. I don't know. Yeah. Matt Blair loved that show. Really? Yeah, I sat on a plane next to a guy who was like a head of animation on that show or cool. something. Then we talked nice. about it. It was cool. <laughs> it's now time to rank the significance. Mm. Noctis or Ninja Turtles? I, well, I should say Noctis in Tekken 7 or Ninja Turtles or in, in Injustice 2. Damiani. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Ian Hink. Turtles, baby. Brandon Jones. Turtles. Yeah, it's turtles. Cowbunga, baby. Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I thought that segment would breeze by, but we had a lot to say about those two things. <laughs> it's going to be a long night. <laughs> no, 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 I'll go fast. Um, hey, I'm not complaining. So, the nominees for Game of the Year, for all the nominees, actually, for the Game Awards popped up. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Who are jurors on that? Who are jurors? Yeah. Who are jurors? <laughs> what are jurors? Why are they not called judges? Jones, are there you, judges above the jurors? Are there judges above the jurors, Jones? <laughs> Jones? Uh, well, what do there's you know, the, man? no, there's like there's another name too. There's like Hirschberg and a bunch of like Kojima and I can't remember what they're called. They're, yeah, they're like, on, like advisory. The they're probably I think, I think it's the Game Awards circle. Advisory Committee or oh. something. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a bunch of studio heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should call uh, them the, the like Circle of Masters or something. But I don't. Um, 
I don't know. I was actually curious to go back to like the the correspondence with Keely via email and see like what he called us, like yeah. what the actual term would be. Anyway, we are jurors. If you go to gameawards.com/jury, yeah. you will see our name up there. Yeah, it's like being uh, in the, the academy. List. It's kind of official. It's pretty crazy. It's Time neat. Magazine, Wall Street Journal, there's some some big yeah. names there. So if you go to that page on the phone, it'll look really weird. Yeah, true. Just say it didn't look weird on my phone, but I don't know if I was on the same page as you. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. could be weird. This is the important. Uh, this is important stuff we need to go important over. Important news items. Kyle really wanted us to discuss this. Here are the Game of the Year nominees for the Game Awards: Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Correct. Super Mario Odyssey. Yahoo! Correct. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. <laughs> sure. Okay. Ooh. Okay. We'll get back to the this. Giggle. Persona Five. Yeah. Correct. And Horizon Zero Dawn. Ooh, sure. nice. Those are the five nominees. Good list. Only yeah. five, okay. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a question, Kyle Bossman. Go ahead. Yes. The criteria for these games, mm-hmm. do they have to be released official completed games? Yes. So, uh, but wait a second. I well, thought Player Unknown Battle Underground, Battlegrounds is uh, still technically not an official release. It's still in beta. I can spend money and play the game. Yeah, but so you can do that for a lot of stuff, but it doesn't mean it's really out. Hey, if it's good, nominate it. So does that mean like <laughs> preview games that aren't out yet could be eligible for this? If they're good, if they're game of the year caliber preview games, I think it'll be out by the time Game Awards happens. No, uh, it won't actually. It comes oh. out December twelfth, which oh, is after the Game Awards. It. Yeah, I, I, I'm it won't sorry. Win. I'm making it. A, might win. I'm making a joke out of this, Kyle. Yeah, I'm making a joke out of this, Kyle. Well, I, no, Joe, this is what Jones kind of wanted to talk about. Is it's a little, it's a little it, in that in gray area. It, it's it is a gray area, Jones. I'm I think though if if it's a game, Kyle made a good point. If it's something you're paying for, mm-hmm. something a ton of people are playing, and it, it's a game you can like, it looks like and plays like a complete game. Just because they call it a beta, just like Gmail's right. been in, was in beta right. forever. Right. For like a Who cares if it's no being labeled as a beta? Yeah. yeah, like. Yeah. I think yeah. Don't get worked up about my that. My stance is, uh, I, I mean, whatever rules they set up, like obviously, are the rules that we have internally for what we do in Game of the Year in January are different from what they do at the Game Awards. So like, I don't think it's breaking rules necessarily. What's a little weird is I'm seeing some people on social media being like, "Hey, if you can buy it, then it's Game of the Year." And people are like, "Okay, what about next year?" And it's like, "Nominate again." And it's like, "Well, wait, no, you can't. What? Like, no, you yeah. just get, you get one shot." Yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. I strongly right. believe in that. Yes. And that's my big question: is to fans of, of Player Unknown, is like, yeah. is this game going to change drastically in twelve months? That maybe next year is the year that you really want that to win if you're supporting oh, Pub. Oh, I see. Right. And so if you really, if, if, Would if you you're rather... in Pub's corner and you're like, "Oh, gotcha. I hope it wins right. this year," maybe this isn't the year. To really get out to, you know, it's like, I, I, is it going to be less popular, more popular next year? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And so that that irks me a little bit, this kind of idea of like, well, you know, let's nominate World of Warcraft uh, this year. You know, it's like, because in that way, let's nominate Super Metroid, because that came out this year, well, right? Hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. There's, a, there's something, Jones, there's actually something interesting about this, is that uh, they do have a new uh, uh, category called Best Ongoing Game. Correct. And I, so well, I think that that's a good fix for that. I think that's actually pretty good. And yeah. what I like about that category is that it is uniquely gaming i I think that's actually really cool to reward a game that does continue and going on and forward um obviously emmys nominate tv shows that go on forward but uh i like this idea of best ongoing game uh rewarding a game for keeping its uh fan base and audience uh interested yeah but then but then does that game get mutually excluded from being game of the year like the biggest yeah can't can't win game of the year this year Okay, uh, but can it have been nominated for one year? PUBG is in both. 
So yeah, no, PUBG's it's in both. In best but do you think that's okay? Yeah. Do you think like it gets its one chance at all the other ca- categories? But in in as long as it's a game as a service, it still gets to be in that right. one special category each year uh, thereafter. So basically, PUBG gets one year where it can be eligible in every category. And then next year, if it chooses this year, which it is, yeah. And then next year, it better not be in any category other than ongoing games, right? I feel like Damiani right now. You might be pushing a little agenda for Final Fantasy XIV's music. Is that happening right now? XIV's <laughs> music? Yes. No. Is that what this is about? Do you mean XV's music? No, I mean fourteen. Final Fantasy fourteen has ongoing music. They add music to it every year, and you're like, well, okay, that's so a really good I think soundtrack. Kyle is projecting partly onto me yes. with my projection I'm about to do. What is He's your projection? He's got a piggybacking on my projection. Okay, here. what is your projection? Uh, we didn't get to it yet. We all the other categories, but oh, I do yeah, think I, I do think fourteen belongs in the ongoing category over some of those other nominees. But that's 13? cool. Fourteen. Fourteen. Oh. Oh. Obviously, fourteen. Yeah. 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 Thirteen and ongoing would be very fun. Thirteen should not be on there. I was like, wait, what? Thirteen should not be on there. That's a whole other subject. Is fourteen not in ongoing? It's not on the the ongoing one. Oh, weird. And I saw the nominees. Like, hmm, okay. Well, it's like Rainbow Six Siege. That that deserves to be there. Not over fourteen. Whoa. How are you grading it based on like how like the how good it is over time still like the consistency of good quality yeah. content updates pub- I don't mean to be mean and like I'm gonna like call me biased but I don't know any game that does as frequent updates as 14 that everyone seems to go whoa that was pretty good I mean you're biased yeah but it like last <laughs> a, it lasts a month but then so, two months later it's a whole nother one right while I th- I fans forever thing would be use... warframe warframe is yeah warframe does a yeah. good job too from what I hear like yeah. they're pretty good yeah, but like yeah, yeah. wow so for 14, the longest time yeah. was you had to wait a year or more for like an update it's like Okay. Is yeah. Minecraft it's a good game. in it's a great ongoing game. category? It isn't. No, oh, it's not. I'm actually very it's surprised. It's Destiny. Yeah. Destiny's in there. Destiny 2. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm very surprised Destiny Minecraft is not Destiny 2. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, it's new. Is it's Destiny 2 an ongoing? I believe it is. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's a little weird because it's not ongoing. It's going. Right. It's ongoing next year. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah, what, it, that's a bit bizarre, yeah, but whatever. It, it came out premature. Year, yeah. 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 A game that just came out shouldn't be in the ongoing category. Ooh, I might have to do prove a ticket to you, Damiani. Make sure Destiny 2 is in there. Will you be willing I, to look up something the Something of Destiny is in there. I feel like okay. it might be Destiny 1. Then. No, no. It's definitely... De- okay, look it up. Real quick. Real quick. Okay. You got your phone right there. Oh, you, don't, you don't have I mean, it on the, your sheet. No, oh, I wish I had. All I have is Goaties, yeah. The thing with stuff like that is like... I mean, maybe I'm just like... This is my perspective because, you know, that just is. But, like, uh, you know, PUBG will take ongoing and not win Goaty. And, like, because that's just how these things work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, we'll give it the other category because it's clearly not going to beat Zelda or I Mario mean, or whatever. We are jurors, so it's kind of weird to talk about it. But I kind of still want to talk about it. Jones, I don't know how you feel about that. Do you want to make picks for what's going to win Goaty for Game Awards? Or no? Is that, like, I mean, we, is that too weird? We just, we're going to choose as a group what our vote is. Yeah. Right. And it's like us talking about it on this podcast doesn't change what will as a group probably decide. Right. Like, we we decide. don't know what everyone else. There's, yeah, you we know, don't know what everyone's going to decide. There are several mm-hmm. people in within the U.S. and uh, internationally that are uh, jurors or you know, they're on the jury. Well, I'll say so. this. I, I think they're, I think that Zelda and Mario are in a tier, and I wonder if PUBG is in the same tier. I'm not feeling good about Horizon winning, and I'm not no. feeling good about Persona winning. That's kind of how I look at this. That's how I would look at it, too. It's but, tough, yeah, because it, it, it seems like, and this woof, horribly naive, and here come the you know negative income uh, comments directed at me. Uh, I, 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 I feel like <laughs> Zelda and Persona 5 and Mario, those feel like games. 
Whereas like pub is kind of an experience right now. It's like an interesting thing to like get involved in and test. And like, that's really been an interesting story. But if you're like really saying like th- this team that put this thing together, like good job. I don't, it, it, uh, I, I, I would lean a little bit more toward something that's done. <laughs> something the developers were like, we're done. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I know like, cause a lot of people are like, what does that mean? What does early access mean? It doesn't matter. Well, it means something to them. They clearly put themselves out there and said, we're not finished. Like not even to a point where we consider this game done. And so it is, it is a little weird that other games are like, yeah, we put it on the shelf. It's a complete thing. The game you play now is probably the game you're going to be playing later um, for that to be considered on the same tier. It's, like, it's not to done. equate those things. Zelda's not done, man. I mean, they're still patching yeah. it and DLC is still coming out. But, yeah. Like, it has a You release. haven't seen the end of the story. But you're not going to, like, boot up Zelda tomorrow and the Master Sword's gone. Like, whoa. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> a decision. You, know. you balanced <laughs> it out. Yeah. You, know. you nerfed it. You're only gonna Have you checked yet, Jones? Like, it yeah. might be gone. Yeah, you never know. Fair enough, Jones. Yeah, so that's exciting. Uh, that's coming up. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, something uh, I, I made an announcement on Cup of Jones, that, uh, officially, that we were uh, Game Awards nominees. Worth saying that uh, that is we're why. Game Awards nominees. I'm sorry, Game Awards <laughs> Nominators. Jurors. Um, jurors. We're jurors. Uh, jurors. But uh, that is why uh, our bets for uh, the December are going to be PSX related and not Game Awards related. Yeah, we yeah. won't Because bet that on is it. bad form to, yeah. uh, to bet on the Game Awards yeah. when we were involved. We'll discuss it, but we're not going to bet on it. Uh, so Damiani looked it up. Destiny 2 is indeed nominated for Best Ongoing Game. All right. <laughs> hey, all right. Oh, Warframe is as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we can do odds, I'm going to say Destiny 2 has low odds of winning that category. Oh yeah, I would say that's a player good unknown's going to win that. Yeah, category. player unknown that, that, that Overwatch. That yeah, that's that and Overwatch. That and Overwatch the only for, yeah. yeah, I will say that Game Awards is this the third one? This is the fourth. Fourth, fourth one. Okay, yeah. even better. Uh, they've gone in on in surprising ways in the past. Like things have won categories that I did not expect. So, so you uh, really don't ever know. Yeah, Overwatch won last year, which I think is a really good pick, and I'm surprised it didn't win in more outlets. Yeah. We didn't give it to Overwatch. I remember the one that won the first Game Awards. I was like, whoa, okay. Ooh, was I it? don't remember what it was. It, it was Dragon Age. I think that was Hearthstone here. Yeah, it was here. Dragon yeah. Age and it beat something. Yeah. I think it was Dragon Age. Rough year. It was an interesting year. It was, inter- it was, it was a very it, it weird was, year. That year was going to splinter off into a billion different directions because mm-hmm, everything yeah. was kind of like B plus. Right. You know, like across the board. Like, yeah. There wasn't that one like, whoa. Right. And then this year, I really can't see it being anything other than PUBG, Mario, Zelda. I can't I can't see any of the other games winning. But like Persona 5 is a 5-2. It's like very hard. Like this year, we've yeah. got a whole bunch of A's. Yeah. Yes. whole I mean, bunch I've, of top tier games. I've seen people thrown out crazy. That they're like, there is no game I played this year better than Nier Automata. Right. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody that was like, Automata what remains family? of Edith Finch is Without a doubt, the best game in 2017. Yeah, great like, game. Okay, like That's they're not wrong. Game. Like they're all like rhyme. Like clearly the game of the year. Like whoa, yeah. okay, play it on a lot the of good Switch. stuff. Yeah. Are you voting right now? No, I wanted to talk about one last snub. <laughs> okay, one last on. snub. Okay. So be- best score soundtrack nominees were <laughs> Destiny 2, Cuphead, <laughs> Near, Good Thing, yeah. Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Persona 5, Good There. Mm-hmm. Um, no, 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 six nominees. This well, is God, all killer. No. What's wrong? These are, these are all good. Okay, but uh, I think it got forgotten because it came out last year and still technically eligible because of the weird time window right. for the Game Awards. Oh, Fantasy Fifteen soundtrack just forgotten. Amazing Wait. soundtrack. Final Fantasy Fifteen wasn't eligible last year. Nope, it's only it's it's actually nominated for one category this year. This should be in Goaties. Fifteen should be in Goaties. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Kyle's going nuts now. I guess Kyle's is realizing that it was even a bigger. You trying to tell me Persona Five? <laughs> It's well, better than Final Fantasy 15? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course it is. I know. Easily. I know. There's a one yeah. time I'll stand up for 15 that it got snubbed for soundtrack. Okay. 
Oh, and that's why you were talking about. I would have picked out Mario or Zelda for Final Fantasy 15 easily. Whoa, All right. that is such a good soundtrack. It is actually very good. 15s, yeah. The uh, Stand by Me moment was very good. Yeah. So it's now time for some juicy, <laughs> juicy <laughs> rumors. Oh. Now, uh, what are you doing? What noise that? Yoshi. Yeah, I know. What? Jones is doing the Mario thing, man. Yeah. That, that's done. not Mario. That's Yoshi. Do you think they still got an open invitation on this podcast to do Yoshi Jones noises? specifically said a trademark Mario saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoshi saying. It's a Mario like, franchise. The character saying. Mario. Boy, oh, he, oh, 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 no, if he had said a Luigi phrase or a Wario phrase, I would not count that as ooh, the goal. We've all lost our wits. Uh, ooh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing shock jock noises now. So here's the thing. Uh, rumors happen all the time. This rumor was uh, widely shared and frequently tweeted at us. Uh, this is a big old rumor dump. Uh, this is someone on Reddit, and I know you tune out immediately, as you should. No, you shouldn't. There legitimate rumors come out of Reddit. But it was somebody who made a post who said, hey, I'm the guy who on <laughs> Game FAQ's forums told everyone Ninja Turtles is coming, and I got more to say. Woo! Yeah. That's uh, pretty good. Uh, got my attention, Kyle. Thank you. Das Vergeben is is the username on Reddit. That totally sounds like someone would have all the info. Yeah. I'm already on board. Let's Germans. go. Yes, yes. Let's go. German. I think that is German for having all the info, isn't mm-hmm. it, Das Vergeben? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The info have a... Uh, I don't... like. Don't correct that. We know that's not what that means. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get that correction from Sean. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Vergeben means lover. Okay, so uh, let's go through them. Let's go through them, and I guess just give me a juiciness rating. You know yeah. what I mean? Like very juicy. With thumbs? Yeah, with thumbs. Like, okay. Like with, Oh, a thumb instead of like so an orange or something. Double unjuicy, neutral yeah. juicy, and double juicy. juicy. Yeah, and you can do with one, one, one up yeah, and yeah, one yeah. neutral Any well. combination yes. of those of thumbs. Six okay. things. Yeah. Or sh- Okay. Yeah, yeah. but don't do shush because we have many listeners. So you'll have to tell everybody yep. where your thumbs are. Okay. Got it. Okay. Capcom. We got some juicy. Because here's, here's the weird thing about this dump is it's a it's from many different sources. Oh, we got two thumbs up from Ian already. Juicy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we just learned about Street Fighter V <laughs> Arcade Edition coming soon. Uh, we got some juicy rumors about characters who will appear in Season 3. Of Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. Not Sa- juicy. <laughs> Sagat, Sakura, Ooh, Cody, Sakura. Sodom, and two newcomers. I heard two Final Fight newcomers from one source, but Roxy and Shadowloo doll from another. Like this is this is why this in, this rumor is insane. It's like I heard things from multiple people. Why are you making this post? <laughs> Nobody asked you to do this. People man. like attention, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's the weird part before we get into Juicy is that there will also be free characters added as part of the Arcade Edition update. Mm. Crimson Viper, Q, Necro, and Oro. Mm. Uh, Q, Necro, and Oro all from, yeah, Street Fighter 3. Crimson Viper from 4. Uh, Q is the really cool, uh, man, we're just like, talking about these cool detectives. Yeah. They're like gelatinous one? No, no he, that's the... He's the robot. With yeah. The mask. With the... Overcoat? Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. Gosh, character. that's a cool Oro's the weird one armed like mm-hmm. goblin he, or I don't want mm-hmm. hobgoblin or I don't know what it is. He's alien? a man. He's a alien? man. No, he's just lived in Okay, in, I don't know in, the lore of it. Yeah, yeah. He's looks like an alien. He's not an alien. 
Tis a man. <laughs> Tis a man. Anyway, so I guess the, the 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 big part of that is that arcade edition would include four characters, and that those season three so generous, so generous, so generous. How juicy is this rumor? Do we believe that? Is is it the kind of thing that Street Fighter Five arcade edition needs? We, when you say juicy, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, does juicy mean? If something's more juicy, does it mean it's more believable? Yeah. Or are we all just saying, no, let's just say well, these are all real. If they were all real, are which we is the juiciest? So, John, yes. I'm going to say it's a balance. Because okay. the way the stuff spreads, if it's too unreal, people ignore it. If it's too realistic, people ignore it. And so it's just about that juiciness of... This is impractical, but it's so juicy, I gotta read it. It's that kind right. of thing. Okay. You know, that's okay. where the juiciness comes from. Hot. Hot rumors. Yeah. I mean, there's been so many leaks with Street Fighter V. You're believing it? You're buying it? Probably, this? yeah. Okay. Most likely true. I don't know if any of it's been said before, though, so mm-hmm. I don't know how much of it is originally credited to this person, but being that specific with that many characters, usually, you know... Me, you're going out on a limb there. Although this is such an elaborate, like we haven't gotten all of it. So they're not elaborate, going out on a limb, dude. Because they're just it's, like it could be this yes, or it could yeah, be that. Right. So I yeah, actually, I like that part because it's like, hey, I heard conflicting things. That to me actually kind of lends credence to it. Mm, Believability. That, I mean, okay. if that right. if it was true, yes. But at the same right. time, it's like the greatest cop out of. Right. If I'm wrong, oh, I told you, I heard it from different people. Right. Right, it couldn't right, be right, right, like right, this right. is like the perfect. I forget what the stupid uh, term for it is. The the fallacy, not fallacy, where like you can never be wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's you predict something, but you can't ever be right. wrong because like yeah. you're covering everything. If you ever do a percentage, I'm 66 percent sure <laughs> that this will happen. You're right. safe. You're safe yeah, yeah, no yeah. matter what. But. This this seems like one of the tamest things of the predictions from this from this whole batch. All right, of so this rumors. isn't too juicy. You want me to get yeah, the juicy? Yeah, this is juices. I'm, I'm two yeah. thumbs mid. I this is like mid to low. Neutral mid to low. Okay, you want some juice, Daddy? Yeah. Hook me up. Let's talk about Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Oh, but there already juice. was a leak. No juice. What was the leak was there? There's already? a screenshot of Jetta and Red Venom or whatever that was leaked. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So we got some of those. But what else do you got for me? Okay. What else is juicy? <laughs> Isn't Jetta already in it? Isn't that like Ben's favorite character? Yeah, but it was a gold Jetta. It was uh, good. Uh, Volkswagen Jetta? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good fighter. Yes. <laughs> Season Depends two will include Star-Lord, Ms. Marvel, Ooh. Asura, Gil, and Lady. But the last character is Lady? one not everyone I've heard from has been able to agree on. <laughs> Again, love, you. I love that. Again, you. Everyone can't agree on it. Yeah. It's like, who are you hearing this from? All my, all my people are saying different things. So, that, yeah, we have those characters. Uh, we have something crazy for this, though, in that there will be more free characters added to this game. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Um, including, uh, 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 there it is. Here we go. I wanted to get his language on that. Whatever. They claim the game will get a free update sometime around the summer of 2018 that adds Deadpool, Wolverine, Daredevil, Akuma, Jean, and Virgil as free characters. That's a lot of Marvel and not a lot of Capcom. That is... Yeah. Four Marvel to two Capcom, right? Well done, Jones. Yes. No, sorry. Akuma, Jean, and Virgil. So it's three yeah. and three. Oh, Jean, not Jean Gray. Jean oh, and sorry. Street yeah, Fighter yeah. Jean. G- no, uh, G-E-N-E, who's a... Uh, it Wolverine and then Jean? Is that... Jean's the, the punch guy, right? 
I'm blanking right now. I was like literally just think of it before you said it. And uh, then... God Hand. Oh. oh, I think that's Gene. All right. Tommy, looking at me. I'm like sorry. I'm I'm, I, I literally, I literally blanked. Guys? Like I had it and I just blanked or and now dead, I cannot um, grab it again. Damiani, would you be willing to yes. Google Gene Capcom yes. right now? Thank you so I mean, much. What's it? I have the image in my head. I'm just dead. like name Rising. is not. Rising. All right. So, I mean, there's a ton. There's a ton yeah. about Marvel's Capcom Infinite that like they're going to update the UI. They're going to change everything. They're going to try to save the game. They're going to add story and the story, the new story is going to be announced at San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con yes, right. 2018. All right. We got there. Got hand. You're right. Okay. Um, so, uh, the the juiciness of this is not the particular characters. Who cares? Like it's it's all going to be what it is. Uh, well, I guess the the juiciness is that Wolverine would be added. Mm-hmm. We all talked about how X Men Marvel doesn't want to support them anymore, but apparently they do. The juiciness, I guess, is the support of Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, a game that hasn't done very well. We kind of expected it not to do well. It actually did better than we expected it to, but still in that kind of lower tier. Uh, what? What? Sorry, there was information today. About that. Oh, what do you got for me, Dummy? Uh, Capcom expects that it needs to sell about uh, 900,000 copies uh, was, like, okay for them. Yeah. Like, it's a good place. That's what they did sell. But their lifetime, they expect it to sell 2 million, and they think they'll still hit that. So, I think this rumor's pretty juicy. If you're going to hit 2 mil, if you expect to pick up sales... You got to do stuff like this. You got to add. You need story. to. You I need mean, to have legs for sure. It is. Yeah. It is a lot of stuff there. Like just yeah. the, the the just the rumor itself, whether it's true or not. That is. That's a lot of stuff. That is yeah. big. Yeah. I'd say it's big. Um, I don't believe it's true though. Why not? Um, basically, it seems too good to be true. I, I saw yeah. some. I seems, saw when you say like Deadpool, Daredevil, and Wolverine. It's like for oh, free, right? For Wolverine, yeah. for free. Yeah. 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 I saw some people who have said stuff in the past and been right about it, publicly state that this is BS, that that's not right, mm-hmm. that it's it's not right, that there is stuff coming, but it's like that's not what it is. I, I've heard, you know, specific contentions on some of the characters, like, yeah, that's not happening, or Whoa. it's not happening next year, like 100% not happening next year, like this person has it wrong. So I don't think it's correct, but man... That is a big announcement, like a big rumor to just drop all those characters like so that. So pretty juicy. I want to I want to make it clear to our audience that Damiani has some weird connections he doesn't tell us about. But we here's the thing: Pre- before Top. E3 last year, he crosses his arms <laughs> and he says, "Arc System Works is working on a Dragon Ball Z game." <laughs> Kyle was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, it's real." None of you believed it though. It's hilarious. <laughs> all you were like, "Yeah, you're bullshit." He says, "It's going to be good. They're making like a full on." Dragon Ball Z fighting game 2D. And it's like, all right, Damiani. <laughs> Damiani knows stuff. No one He's a wizard. It. He's a wizard. Well, I told it's you guys because you didn't believe it. And I was like, they're not going to believe this. And none of you believed it. And I think one of you got really angry. I think it was Ben. I was like, Ben's like, Damiani, if this isn't right, like, I'm not going to forgive you for this, man. You don't do this. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. We'll I'm see. I'm not going to forgive you for this. Yeah. All right, we're going to roll through some more rumors real quick. I would say, though... If their if their goal is to sell a million more copies, yeah, free Wolverine would be a way to do that. Good point. Yeah, would, anything would from X-Men, it would help. Yeah, yeah it would help. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah, that would beat TMNT for me. You know, just kind of yeah. like going through these characters and then just the claws yeah, come out. And he's like, like yeah. bub, like ah, oh, you know, like you imagine that. Yeah, like yeah. Wolverine yeah. would be That'd a be good huge. start, Kyle. But I feel like they should do like an X Men pack or something. Like, uh, uh, like uh, just a group of the core X Men. Storm, that, uh, Rogue. So yeah, st- yeah, Magneto, well, well, Storm, Magneto, Sentinel, and what? What do you well, hate, Rogue? 
No, no, no. Like when players think of Marvel. I think of Rogue. I think of really? Rogue. Yes. She was my favorite in as a Marvel kid. In Marvel vs. Capcom? Yes, dude. Really? It's, yes. It's, I usually, I thought people mostly think about Storm, mm-hmm. Wolverine. You got yeah. Magneto. Yeah. Um, Hulk. Hulk is not an X-Men. No, not Hulk, what are you doing uh, right now? Sorry. Uh, Colossus? Thank Juggernaut. you, Juggernaut. Oh, Thank you, yeah, jeez. Yeah, okay. Thank you for saving They're me there. there. Yeah, like those four. Like uh, Rogue. Rogue can totally be in there. I'm not saying Rogue can't. I'm saying like those. Cyclops Rogue, is also Rogue. a fairly uh, infamous MVC. Oh yeah, Cyclops. Character. There you go, Cyclops. You're putting Cyclops over Rogue. Here's the thing: is like Gene, based on Gene Gray. What Damian is mentioning is like the the popular tournament characters. Yeah, like, like the for, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like Dark Phoenix like yeah. shows up. Oh yeah, here we go. That'd be amazing. No, I'm, talking about like, I'm talking about like hype to get it to sell. Like, don't yeah. judge this on anything else. Right. Rogue's going to sell more like, comics I'm, I'm thinking about synths. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are making me think about synths. Resident <laughs> Evil 2 remake. We all failed. Here's our juice from this. Oh, where's Huber? It's a third-person game, which Huber would not be happy about. Why? We had a bet about this. Meaning about, it's got follow cam. Yeah, whether not. it's fixed oh, cam or follow cam. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. By the way, audience, I don't remember making the bet. I don't remember when we made it. Huber and I made a bet. I don't remember what the stakes are. He said fixed cam. I said it would be third person cam. Uh, I, I remember saying that I thought they'd let you choose. Oh, yeah, I do. All right, that so would that's be good awesome. Hint. That's a good hint about when that And they've done that before in uh, Lost in Nightmares, RE5 DLC. Whoa, look at this guy. Uh, He's Damiani. <laughs> uh, that's kind of it. I'm hearing we'll see it next year, I guess. We they keep saying this every year. Yeah. Show it. PSX. Yeah, not a very juicy rumor. Uh, Fark, or sorry, Devil May Cry, Cry. 5. Uh, this is something we've heard rumored for ages and ages. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Believe. Look, believe. I guess the juicy this aspect. This is juicy. Yeah, this is like. Oh, okay. Damiani. Love it. Double, I love this. Damiani. Double juicy. Waiting this for one. this, baby. But here's the weird part. Dante, Virgil, and Nero will all be playable in the game. On the game, and if I'm reading uh, as written. Awesome. Sick. There we go. SIC. Just got to get uh, Lady and Trish in there. We got a full house. Dude, Capcom is a sieve. They're leaking rumors. What? It, tighten the ship, guys. Yeah. Oh. This is like four pages of Capcom. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, it's been a lot of Capcom stuff. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Fighters. Uh, we don't have like anything crazy, just like who is going to be in the first DLC pack. Who's coming? We got. Tell me who I don't know about, because I don't know anything. Broly. He's Broly. He's non-canon. He's a big beefcake is saying. Okay. Regular Goku. Sounds exciting. <laughs> and regular Vegeta. <laughs> so does that just mean they have normal color hair? Yeah. Okay. It means they don't go Super Saiyan. Oh, okay. I wonder if they got tails. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's I noted love... here is that uh, Goku, regular Goku can use Spirit Bomb. Can you, I cannot believe that that would be real. Please, I just love like, Wait, please be excited about a character called regular, regular something. Go- yes. <laughs> I remember. Of what I've watched of the original sh- series, original Dragon Ball, old okay. Dragon Ball. Yeah. Uh, Goku used Kamehameha, but I don't remember Spirit Bomb yet. I'm only halfway through. His Spirit Bombing gets in Z. Okay, so this would break pretty much canon. No, regular Goku is still regular. Oh, okay, Z. still regular in, in yeah, Dragon yeah. Ball Z. He's not like Goku Z or well, something. Well, you think episode one of Dragon Ball Z goes Super Saiyan? No, he's like, you go- work no, I thought, up to I thought it. he was like Goku Z or something. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I got him there. Oh, wait, are you actually watching the Dragon Ball right now? What? No, I've watched half the series. I need little, to finish. Little, little oh. side hype, Ian. Uh, I was, uh, one of the things that amuses me playing Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, which I like to mention as many times as I can. Please do. Uh, the actual names Please for do. certain characters. So it's neat that like, oh, Hermit Yoda is the official name. Mm. That like the, the <laughs> really? Dagobah Yoda is uh. Hermit Yoda. I'm like, uh. okay. And you know that they have to pass so many clearances <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. that is his canon official name. Oh right. my yeah. God. Uh, I was hyped because when the game first came out and Ray was first added to the game, she was just Ray. Now she's Ray Scavenger. 
Oh. So look, they haven't they, they, changed they the haven't original. announced the new Ray, oh. but it'd be cool. It's like, Ray Jedi. Ray. It's Ray Jedi. I mean, is she gonna call herself a Jedi? I don't know. Luke is apparently the last Jedi. So. No, 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 no. Spoilers. Jedi is plural. Well, true. But, we knew uh, that because of the way other languages work. But is she is she gonna call herself something new? Is she gonna go Sith? I Luke mean, is gonna say Luke Jedi is over. Good and bad is stupid. Gray right. Force. Yeah. Old we got, Luke. We're talking oh. about Star Wars. We got oh. some Star Wars. We got Star Wars. Oh. Mentor Luke or whatever they call him. Like, Three oh. new films, baby. We got them booked. <laughs> I like Ryan Johnson. Yes. All right. I'm pumped for three new movies. Look, Set in a different part of the I universe. didn't like Jurassic World. I'll give him a shot. That's not him. That's not the Jurassic World guy? No. Oh. Ryan Johnson is. Jurassic World guy got fired. Is, oh, yeah, that's right. Jurassic World yeah. guy got fired and we were all like, good. The Ryan Johnson is Brick, Brothers Bloom, Looper, oh, okay. Star Trek 8. 8? 9. Who can count? Which, Which one, one is he doing? Because Star Trek is he doing the one that's coming out right now, or is he doing nine? No, he's doing the one that's coming out right now. Yeah, and then he's doing the next trilogy. Did you just Star Trek and Star no, Wars right now? Star Trek. We're way past. Star Trek Did I say Star Trek? Yeah. He said Star Trek. Yeah, you said Star Trek. Yeah. Whatever. We're he's doing Star Wars. Wars. No, I know. He's doing. I know. Okay. He's doing Star Wars eight or nine. <laughs> okay. If okay. I said Star Trek, eight. I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. He's doing eight. eight. Yeah. Yes. And now a new trilogy. Yeah. But that's who Ryan Johnson is. Got it. And he okay. directed a bunch of episodes of Breaking cool. I got Bad. I confused there. Awesome. Well, hey. Nice. Yeah. Like Ozymandias like and The Fly. <laughs> all right, all right. Jones, do you think R2-D2 is going to be in those three extra movies? I hope not. Kyle really yeah. wants to know this answer. I hope it's uh, way back in time. I hope it is uh, very, very in the past. Let's do it. You know, because we're... I just think that's that's where to go. You know, we're... Uh, Interesting. The old um, Republic. We have a lot in the future and... Mm-hmm. and uh, um, uh, I think you can do shows exploring that, but uh, I, mean, I think it's time to I think it's time to go back. Give us some weird stuff. They're all a long time ago. I, I, this would yes. finally live up to that, though. <laughs> I would dig it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd okay. be so what about is that about Dragon Ball, Kyle? Because we got Star Wars, and it seemed like Dragon Ball is very interesting. Uh, so Switchport like- in the works. Some stuff about Unreal Four. You know what? I kind of Damiani. You've refuted these rumors. I wonder if they're just trash. Are these all trash? Wait, I refuted them. You refute them. You say I don't believe that. When did I know? Seems into wait, DMC five. We can talk about Dragon Ball. Okay. I, I thought I definitely think Devil May Cry five is happening. Okay. Do you think that the first DLC pack of Dragon Ball Fighters is going to be regular Goku, regular Vegeta, and Broly? That sounds totally yes. In a crazy series like that, that sounds like perfectly normal. And I bet like Ben and Huber are going to freak out. They're not going to freak out for regular Goku. No one will. No. I don't know anything about Dragon Ball. I don't Dragon know. Ball. Maybe they will. Okay. Those guys just seem to be very excited about everything <laughs> Dragon Ball. Yeah. Soul Calibur 6, another one that's been like whispered about for a while. Murmurings. Soul yeah, it's Calibur probably happening. Six. Yeah, I think that is absolutely happening. Uh, I guess the juicy part, no Xbox One version. Yeah, you couldn't get thrown on it. Okay. All right, moving on. Uh, Nintendo. Wow, Nintendo oh, stuff. Some yeah, rumors. Even, yeah. Hard to get Nintendo rumors. Yeah. There has been pressure towards Game Freak. To get Pokemon's eighth generation out in hopes of release next year. Ooh. Totally believable. Yeah, I could write that. If you recall Pokemon Stars, that is or was real, but it was a sun and moon port to the Switch used as an engine test tech demo thing. Thing. Yeah. Could so, it, yeah, it could be. I guess, I guess what they're saying there is that yeah. Stars was maybe going to come out this year, and mm-hmm. Nintendo said no. And that's where probably all those initial rumors came from. People probably heard about. Heard it from someone who saw the demo running yeah. on a Switch internally. Oh, we talked about stars a lot. And then they were like, oh, it, I saw it running on Switch. It's coming. Yeah. But then this rumor's like, actually, it was just a demo. Yeah. Not happening. They're doing something else. And then we get a, we know of, they're doing something a week else. half-step yeah. this year with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. What do you mean not that a week half-step? We'll find out yeah. when we play the game. Yeah, prejudge. Oh, later this week. Uh, 
Yeah, I can't be more excited about that Pokemon game. I do believe it's coming out next year. Also, Metroid... Do you think it'll be good? Do you think they're going to jump it up like they did Zelda and Mario? No. It's just going to par for the course. Ian, that's the rumor, actually, is that they are rethinking even, like, battles. The rumor is that... I think, actually, it was an interview with Game Informer that they're going nuts on this next one. That they're willing to, like, rethink everything. Yes. I have heard... Ooh, Damiana, here we go. ...reliable people that Game Freak was very anxious, or very nervous, I keep saying anxious, very nervous. nervous about being doing any kind of radical departure for Pokemon. Yeah. So they sell so well. Why would you mess with that? And they there's haven't no, changed it There's no need years. to do it. Yeah, yeah. But apparently Breath of the Wild, its reception, and the reaction to Mario at E3, so overwhelmingly positive that it convinced them that they need to make the next Pokemon game as disruptive as those two games were. That's going to be as big of an innovation and a Ooh. step forward for Pokemon yeah. as those were. I just, I don't... wonder what they would do. I don't trust Game Freak to be disruptive. <laughs> I think that they hire to build the games they do every year. I don't know if they have the team for it. Which means you're going to get two things, Kyle. What am I going to get? An actual custom Pokemon trader, trainer creator... Okay. So you can actually like customize. They already do that. Re- but okay. No, really in depth. Not just the basic stuff you do right now. Pick you know, pick one or two characters, and you can choose their outfit a little bit. Yeah. Talk yeah. about like full customization. All right. This is not something I've been demanding. What's the next? Full thing? customization. Okay. Uh, Pikachu will speak English. <laughs> Don't. Okay. Next one. Voiced by Danny DeVito. Metroid <laughs> Prime Four should have. I stay out of the Pokeball for you. Uh, Metroid Prime 4 should have something revealed with some in-game footage early next year from what I've heard. I'm hearing that direct in January particularly. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that makes sense. Here's the juicy part. Bandai Namco developing the game for Nintendo. What? That makes absolutely no sense to me. What what studio of Bandai Namco is going to do anything on Metroid Prime? This makes the most sense to me, Damian. So... What, oh, what makes stu- the most sense? What studio at Nintendo is going to work on Metroid Prime? Okay, explain to me why it makes sense. And let me put the caveat here. Yeah. You don't call something Metroid Prime mm-hmm. without without having some implications about what the game is going to be yeah, about. It's going to be a first-person game. Yeah. First-person exploration yeah. adventure game. So what studio at Bandai Namco is going to work on this? And like From Software, baby. It's from from Software. They're not, they're not a Bandai Namco. <laughs> but they like, published with they them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I know somebody. All my people call your people. Yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> so I just got excited. Middle, they're yeah. just a middleman in yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Wait, who made who made Prime? Which uh, Retro. Made? Yeah, so Retro. Retro made the Retro. first three. Yeah. And Retro's busy on something else that's going to blow our minds. Donkey Kong Country. No, it's not even Donkey Kong. Returns 3. Wait, who's making Sea of Thieves? Rare? Yeah. Rare. Okay. Yeah, that's easy. I Rare always got those two Rare confused. Rare actually. Yeah, I always got those totally two confused. Um, uh, so, yeah. Damiani, there's nobody at Nintendo to work on Metroid Prime 4. What? Yes. Who you, what are you talking about? They don't have a team that could work on that team game. Team Zelda. They team could, Zelda's been busy. <laughs> team Zelda is done with Zelda. Who? I don't know what They're the heck. Done yet. I'm not. Yeah, where is that you story? Seen the end Nintendo. Of that story where is that story it's DLC? Been done for months. Where is it? No release date, and no we're in November. Date. It's yep. not coming this year. I don't know if it's coming. I got, yeah, cra- it's not I got a crazy hot year. take theory Uh-oh. based on nothing. Just okay. like, I, like I'm a game for these. Good hot take. Random throw out yeah. there. Hail Mary. Uh, story that they were the story DLC they're working on became so big and complicated that it's like they're like this is too much for a single DLC. Mm. Uh, this is gonna be a major add-on we're releasing <laughs> next year. That's why it's taking twenty nine ninety. You are so right. You're so right. Oh yeah. Back to the, your it's studio. Too good. Yeah. Back to your studio thing. Yeah. They have Monolith Soft, who's just coming off finishing uh, Xenoblade 2. They and need they, to get they, the game out they, this year. 
Metro Prime 4. But yeah, it's got to come out. Sorry, 2018. It's got to come out in 2018. I doubt that. It's happening. I don't think it has to come out next year. I don't they, know. They need the, it. They're going to show maybe it. Maybe end of the year. Maybe holiday. So yeah. Monolith Soft can't work on Metroid Prime 4 already? They could have been. They've been. They helped work on Zelda. Yeah, they, they're, they're busy. huge. Yeah, they're busy because they're helping working on Metroid Prime 4 probably. With Namco. They're helping Bandai Namco with it. Who? <laughs> this rumor makes it sound like they're the lead development team on it. Yeah. That sounds like a terrible idea for Metroid. They have this that sounds worse than other. This sounds like it's gonna end up worse than other M. They, I don't have faith in this. Have faith. They, they made they made no. Smash Bros. They made Smash Bros. You didn't have faith. They in helped it under under the supervision of Sakurai and Bandai Namco is known for fighting games. <laughs> they have a good a good track record of fighting games. Tell me their track record with first-person exploration-based adventure at shooting games. Super Smash Brothers. It's not Metroid. Has as much in common with Tekken as it does Doom. What? Mm-hmm. They are just as similar. No. Jones is not a movie. Y'all hear that? Oh! This was like his podcast. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of November. El Fanis. Hoaglaw Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hoag started Hoaglaw to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the Allies. Check him out at www.hoaglaw.com. Mango. iKeyless. Since 2002, iKeyless has specialized in replacement automotive keys and remotes. They can save you up to 75% off of dealership's prices. Visit their updated website at iKeyless.com and use promo code EZA at checkout for free shipping and an additional 17% off of your order. Scorn. An atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information or check them out on Kickstarter. Jigarbov Productions. With all the negativity surrounding microtransactions and the fact that they're, they're what's keeping his bills paid, he finds it difficult to be positive sometimes. However, the support coming from the comments each and every week to his little messages and hot takes fills him with joy. Maybe the issue isn't that microtransactions exist, but the disgusting way many are implemented and the way suits communicate about them to people. Recurrent consumer spending, whales, player recurring investment, blah blah. Where's the love and respect for the loyal customers that keep filling these people's wallets? Jojo Denko, your friendly automotive dent repair expert. If you are currently an EZA patron and are in the Denver metropolitan area, tweet at FastMower if you would like to have your minor door dings repaired free of charge. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. I kind of want to talk about the Jigarbob thing for a second. Hot take? I, I, well, yeah, kind of hot. Mild take. Uh, I think there, I think there was a love and respect submission about it. Maybe not from Jigarbob, but somebody else entirely. Just about uh, Bethesda. You know how Bethesda does paid uh, mods. Paid mods. Just the idea of yeah, they're sketchy about it and it's kind of sucky. But regular people can make money off video games, as Jigarbob does does make money off Minecraft. I think it's kind of interesting. It's all about presentation. Yeah, those. I firmly believe that with microtransactions, it's yeah. about how you package it. It's about how you communicate it. 
It's about how you change it over time, depending on people's reactions. Yeah. Uh, and so that's why that's why people view like EA and Kickstarter as two totally separate things. But yeah. It's like they're both similar and kind of what they they both want extra money. <laughs> you know, it's just how they communicate. You know, EA doing it, it's like ah, oh, you know, this big company, you know, steal my money. Whereas smaller people that are like, we need fifty grand to make this game. It's like I'll help these people. Yeah. You know, it's like you're they're both microtransactions. They're both you paying more money than you maybe would to invest in a project. Uh, it's just how, what, what, how, how far you think your money is going. I also like that. I think what Jigarbov wrote was kind of anticipating this week's podcast would be all about Battlefront 2. Yeah. Nah. Uh, it's <laughs> just like, I feel like a lot of people are kind of tuned in, like, oh, baby, let's go. Tear into EA. Let's I mean, do you this. made the thumbnail, has like TIE Fighters all yeah. over That's it. That's on me. Yeah. The thumbnail. Like, it nice. was a mistake. I don't know yeah. why you did that. Um, yeah. Oh, man. There's so much I wanted to cover. Jones, I realize you printed the like the 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 first version of the podcast and there's even stuff that it was I added. Uh Xbox One X in the UK sold very well actually. Yeah. Hey, all right. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. FIFA. No, actually. Well oh. yeah, FIFA. But they lost that deal this year. Sony's oh, been right. promoting FIFA this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um uh, it sold the same in its first month or first week that the Switch did in this first week. 80k in the mm. uk wow mm. yeah it's all i can remember without printing it out but uh, i don't know it was interesting uh you know we, we're waiting on u.s sales we're waiting for a press release uh officially from microsoft which probably might come out within days uh but surprising to see xbox one x just out the gate do very very well it's cool didn't see that coming to be a honest little surprised yeah yeah because I, I thought i thought it would need games to push it but i guess it's got it games is a thing mm-hmm. you know it's got star wars battlefront 2 Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know what? Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed looks great on Xbox One X, and it turns out to be a pretty okay game. I think that might okay. And I've I have seen a lot of people, non-ironically, legitimately mm-hmm. playing games on Xbox One X and posting like, "Wow, this game looks really good." Yeah. Uh, what's What's interesting ben is, is yeah, a lot ben of old games. That, yeah. uh, Mirror's Edge. I saw somebody boot up on like the 360 version, and they were like, mm-hmm. "Whoa!" Like. Yeah. This game was incredible now. Apparently it boosts 360 so, games in a really cool That's way. fun. That is the one reason I would ever eventually might buy an Xbox One. Because you can't do that on your PC. No. I mean, yeah, I can't do that on my PC. Yeah. It's because I don't have to worry about my Xbox 360 anymore by playing all my older games. Yeah. I can play all that Xbox right. library of games I have mm-hmm. on one system. Yeah. And we all know the 360 has such a stellar record for, you know, lasting a long time. You know. Oh, are you being facetious right now? Yeah, the n- 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 Xbox 360 has never had any problems, We're right? We're over it. We're over the red ring. Stop bringing it up. It's a reality for some of us to still have one. Yeah. And it never happened. Yeah, man. <laughs> Wait, do you still have a curvy one? You still got a curvy oh, Xbox yeah. one? Ooh. Sorry, Xbox 360. Cool. Yeah. Nice. The Just inhale. Hanging in there. Uh... Another thing I really wanted to cover this week, we might have to do a brief an abbreviated version of it because we are running long this week. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, EA purchasing Respawn. Entertainment happened in the last seven days. That's very crazy. Uh, there's this... So, we're transitioning into it. Help me out, Hogue. Help us out, Hogue is the name of the segment. Oh. Because uh, I had a lot of questions for Rick Hogue of Hogue Law about this, uh, which he is extremely qualified to respond to. And so, there's three crazy things about this to me. EA buying Respawn. Well, one was the price that was, you know, in the headlines, 450 mil. Uh, Rick Hogue has a lot to say about that. It's not 450 mil. Uh, Secondly, wait, why? 
Yeah, remind me which one's Respawn. Respawn is Titanfall. Titanfall. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Uh, why? For two reasons. Ready, why? Respawn, ready, it done. It's like... Right. Yeah. <laughs> respawn left Activision. Uh, well, not re- they weren't Respawn back there, mm-hmm. but uh, the yeah. two the two owners of, of Respawn. Um, Infinity Ward. Yeah, they, le- they basically said, oh, this sucks. Let's go be our own thing. Let's do our own thing. And so it's weird that it's just like, hey, we're going with EA. And mm. it's like, EA? <laughs> EA who just shut down Visceral? Yeah. Why? Why, 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 uh, Hogue? Help me out. And oh, so, Hogue got an idea. What's up? I'm, I'm really excited to hear oh, that. Yeah. Yes, Jones is going to take it away. Jones will read uh, the, the, question, the answers to my questions. So, this yeah. is dense. Lengthy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get comfortable. Yeah. So we have a lot to unpack here. Oh, yeah. By the way, yeah, I, I've, I've reduced this by, I think, 60%. Uh, 66%. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, this is an abbreviated version, and Hogue always wants us to say, this is conjecture. Right. Yeah, he, he's making an educated guess based off of his business experience. Not why legally, these We're not, we're not yeah. claiming Hogue has figured it yes. out. Yes. Right. He is just a lot smarter than any of us. Exactly. Let's start with your question on whether or not $455 million is the right price. Yes. First, it is worth noting that the price is not actually $455 million in any real sense, at least not as it stands today. Recitations of that number are simply a function of the press liking to state the biggest number they can for a deal of this type. As we do. Bigger equals more important. Yes. As EA itself describes, there are three components of the purchase price. One, closing cash payment. Two, EA stock with vesting requirements. And three, conditional payments, which are generally referred to as earnouts. This is a fairly standard structural approach. What's important to note about the split is that only 151 million, the closing cash payment, is completely unconditional. And even then, such amount will very likely be subject to a indemnification obligation. That is, an obligation of the respawn owners to pay EA back a portion of the purchase price if any representations or promises made about respawn proved to be incorrect with a certain amount of time after closing. That's like, what? (laughs) The EA stock of 164 million is meaningful, but note, one, that this is being issued to respawn employees rather than respawn owners, Mm -hmm. and two, that it is subject to vesting. Let's get into the vesting, too. We have that highlighted as well. Still going? Yep. Yeah. But it's also worth noting that EA's reported net revenue for 2017 is $4.8 billion. With yearly, revenue, with yearly revenue like that, a deal with cash expenditures of $151 million on day one simply isn't that large. They can't even feel it, my old partner used to say. Love that. My, so like 151 is like, huh, yeah, whatever. They can't even Back feel change. it. Back yeah. change. Hey. 151, come on. My gut feeling is that this is a prestige buy as much as anything for EA, and also that they are happy with whatever Respawn is doing with Star Wars and couldn't afford another setback there. Really? Uh, That's my uh, conjecture there. Whether by contract term with Disney or otherwise. It feels like a decent price to me from here, especially structured in this fashion, but that's not in any way a legal or accounting opinion. Yeah. So 151 is okay. That's like, what's up? What Respawn's doing with Star Wars? Yeah, man. Stig's working on a game. Remember the lightsaber oh, flashing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been announced a while. Oh, I ago. thought I thought they were sorry. I thought it was more what was going a step further. The the whole uh uh thing about uh Visceral being shut down, they mm-hmm. were working on a Star Wars game. EA buys respawn. Respawn yes. was working on it uh, already working on a Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Um they want to hand them a bigger piece of the Star Wars thing, like, oh, we're gonna like increase your uh involvement in star wars game development because mm-hmm. we got rid of visceral i do wonder if their schedule is bumped up 
EA was counting on a, a yeah. Star Wars game coming out next year. Yeah. yeah. I do wonder if mm. now it's going to be on Respawn to fill in that void. Mm. I hope not. I hope they don't have to rush their game out. But the, yeah, that would not. I would not like that. That yeah. they would get like pressured into doing it. It sounded like from that uh, if uh, Hoag's right that they mm-hmm. want Respawn to do their thing. Yeah. Not be like, hey, uh, we need you to change everything you're doing and like, you know, hit the accelerator and go faster. It's like, Which, yeah. honestly, yeah. right now would be a smart move for EA, I think. They need an image change and like buying a thing. Prestige not sh- Yeah. Buying a thing and then just letting them be them and mm-hmm. do their thing without putting their fingers in it too much and without shutting them down. Yeah. If EA shuts them down, that's bad for EA. Yeah. I can't see it happening soon. Not but soon, but it almost seems inevitable. With everything. Right, we'll that's get to the, that. We'll get to EA's meme. reputation. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I think that's really interesting. I, I one of the parts that I edited out is basically the way the stocks work is that you you're not getting that extra. Sorry, was it one thirty something uh, of the stock money until like 2020? So you have to be an employee of EA right. to get to that amount. It gets that vested, like, and then you, yeah. yeah, you get it back. It, crazy stuff. Crazy that it's actually that. But it's interesting to hear like. Hogue just say 151? That's about right. That's about what a respawn costs you. Uh, so, <laughs> the second phase of the conversation I want to get into yeah. is part of uh, basically a Kotaku wow. rumor. We'll get to that actually. Uh, the, oh. this, that's the third phase. But uh, it's actually part of the why is that Kotaku reported that uh, Nexon. Uh, oh, this thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's a publisher who mostly does mobile things, did, uh, well, I think also some online games, d- published the online Titanfall game. And so there was this relationship right. with Respawn. And that, uh, Jones, you'll have to do the word for me, the ROTR. Right of first refusal. Yes. ROFR. And again, this is ROFR. Thank you, Jones. Uh, this was Kotaku's reporting that Nexon was about to buy Respawn. Said, here's an offer. And then... EA had that right of first refusal and said, no, 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 we'll buy him, we'll buy him. And so, yeah, we're going to go into that phase of the discussion now. A right of refusal, or ROFR, is a contractual provision stating that if a party to a contract wishes to do something, they will give the other party the right to it first. The concept should be very familiar to folks that follow professional sports. As we all do. A ROFR is analogous to how restricted free agency operates in most leagues. A player can go out and say, hey, is anyone interested in paying me more? And if someone agrees, his current team is given the ability to match the terms of the offer. Mm -hmm. Like buying the option on a script. Cool. Yeah, Yeah, all right. Sort of. But in sports, can't like, in some situations, can't the the home team that already has the player offer more? Like other teams can't offer the max? Sorry, what? When a a, a player on a team... You're going two sports on me right now. This is two sports. This is more of a There's sports There's more guy. highlighted Hogue talk. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I Sorry. I thought in, in sport... The, sorry. Go on. I'm going on a tangent You're here. saying that sometimes another team can say... A home team gets the advantage with their player, usually. Like, they can yeah. offer more than what any other team... Like, they can't... Uh, the term is, another team can't offer the player the max. Oh, some leagues will do that because like they basketball want... basketball Basketball yes. do that because they want a player to grow up with a team, yes. basically. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, sometimes yes. you'll take a hit to move to I'm sorry. Team. That yes. was a... Has nothing to do with this. Damiani tearing down Hoag's analogies. No, 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 no. I'm curious though. Uh, I wish this was in here because I don't know this. What? Why? Uh, why EA has the right of first refusal? We're going in. Okay, we good. Yes, yes, yes. On this. We're going in. In this case, what appears to have happened is that when Respawn was negotiating its initial publishing contract with EA, okay. EA agreed to provide a certain uh, certain resources: marketing time and expense, console negotiations, hello Xbox exclusivity disc manufacturing, etc. In exchange for what they said, hey, if you get... Oh, exchange for that, they said, hey, if you get really big and are considering cashing out, we at least want the option to purchase you. Mm-hmm. Thus, a rofer was born. 
So you asked the question, did Respawn sign their original contract with EA with the intention of being purchased eventually? I would say that the answer to that is a qualified no. <laughs> A large, yeah. a large number of strategic contracts include a rofer for the reasons I described above. It's a protective provision, what the business folks call belt and suspenders, <laughs> designed to help keep, uh, designed to help the large resource provider avoid getting burned in the future, but not strictly with any great insight as to whether the potentially problematic future is likely to occur. I qualify that no only with respect to the following. Every entrepreneur in their hearts, in their heart of hearts, is at least considering what an exit looks like. You only get to buy an island sipping my ties. You only get to buy an island sipping my ties or own the Dallas Mavericks with the sale of the company or its significant assets. This is why we're not entrepreneurs. Because hmm. I wasn't thinking about mm. that. Oh, with easy allies. allies. No, we, th- we I did. don't understand anything about. Like, every word of that, I was like, man, I'm glad I'm not a business person. Yeah, yeah. but I think what's <laughs> interesting about Rofers, Damiani, is it's basically, uh, if you're if you're working with a publisher, it's part of their deal. I get right? it. And I, you don't get to negotiate out of that. It's a prenup. Yeah. I just wasn't yes. familiar with the original establishment of Respawn when they entered into contract yeah. with uh, EA. Mm-hmm. I wasn't familiar with what the term, I didn't ever read them and stuff, so I didn't know if they had, like, agreed to something like that. So yeah. that 100% makes sense. It's I like, guess... Uh, I was just going to say, it's like with my four marriages... I signed prenups. I got nothing. Right. We oh. all got divorced. They were all very wealthy. I got nothing because of the prenups. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm curious if uh, EA, or sorry, not EA, uh, Respawn mm-hmm. was the one who went out initiating trying to get bought. Or did Nexon initiate? That's what, that's what, oh, okay. Is this going right. to get explained? We have more, we have more okay. on Nexon. I may have edited it out. Uh, but basically... Um, because what if here's my thing? Yeah. If, what if Respawn didn't want to get bought, mm-hmm. but Nexon made an offer that EA became aware of, and they yeah. were kind of shut. And, and, and Respawn was like, "We we're never going to entertain that." But EA heard about it, was like, ah, 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 they made a real offer, so we get to invoke this clause now. Mm-hmm. Does Respawn have to agree to? I, 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 like, are they forced into it or what? I don't what? think you have to yeah. allow your company to be purchased. Yeah, I, I'm assuming it, it's right no. Right, first refusal is if yeah. it's on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah so we get the I'm right assuming to say no. Respawn initiated this process. They probably mm. they were I, probably approached and were amicable. Yeah, like they had to reciprocate at least to get right, some kind right, of offer. Right. Yeah. And then EA was like, "Hey, we've got the right to say no." So first. at this point, yeah, my question is the real question I'm getting to here is at this point when this all was going down, was Respawn actually actively thinking about this will probably trigger. Uh, the right of first refusal, and EA will probably buy us up. So Jones, Hoke yeah. has a guess about it. Maybe okay. we should get to that. Okay, Maybe we should ahead. skip straight to that in response to Damiani's questioning in that uh, there's a hypothetical order of events. Do you have that? I just got the last page. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah, Sweet. Uh, get cozy. Number okay. one, money. 151... Oh, so, mi- oh, sorry. Jones, what you're reading oh. right there is the why. Okay. Is the why would Why would Respawn... Just do this. Okay. Why so would he, yeah, if Respawn yeah. knows that Rofer is out there, why yeah. then would they entertain an agreement with Nexon, presuming they are fully aware of EA's history and would otherwise want no part of it? Mm-hmm. I see a few reasons. Okay. Number one, money. Yeah. $151 million is nothing to shake a stick at, and $555 million even more so. Particularly given the story of Respawn's formation only a few years back, there is a high likelihood that of the 200 or so folks that currently work there, many had to take a leap of faith with Respawn founders Zempella and West. From an outside perspective, Respawn could have just as easily crashed and burned as, as uh, uh, arrived where it did. Uh, as it arrived where it did. Oh, no, sorry. 
Crash yes. and Burn as arrived where it did. Uh, as arrived where oh. it did. Yeah. Usually, in those circumstances, a startup incentivizes its folks to leave the comfy confines of places like Activision by giving them a direct ownership stake in the new enterprise. It wouldn't surprise me if an unusually high percentage of Respawn employees hold equity. Mm. And if you're Zampella, it would be awfully hard to tell the coder that bet their home and their family's livelihood on you that they can't be a millionaire because you're worried that EA might destroy the brand five years down the line. Yeah. And so this it kind of comes into fiduciary duty again. It's, it's, like, it's kind of the right thing to do for the people who work for your business. Right. Yeah. Number two, it was hypothetical. Whether Respawn agrees to the Nexon terms, there is simply no way of knowing whether or not EA will match. Given the money, it may simply have been a risk worth taking, even if the Respawn folks never wanted to work for EA. Number three, duty, or, in quotes, they had no choice. We can't know what the internal financial statements of Respawn suggested that its future looked like, but if $151 million up front, $164 million in stock, and $140 million in incentives simply blew their internal financial metrics out of the water, then the board had almost no choice other than to recommend the deal for the approval of the company's stockholders. They are fiduciaries of the investors' interests, and it is not the board's right to prevent the stockholders from getting rich even if they might not like what the company looks like afterward, by operation of Rofer or otherwise. After approval of the Nexon deal is made, it was simply a matter of waiting to see what EA did. Mm -hmm. Number four, they are fine with EA. These folks worked with Activision, and though it didn't end well, they might not have any issue with joining the big machine again. Or, if you're feeling more cynical, like every high performer, they could simply think that they're different. And what happened to Westwood, or Pandemic, or Visceral... <laughs> Will not happen to them. Yeah, <laughs> and that hum was written in. Written in. Ooh, okay, that was not a Jones hum. That uh. Is that our, that was our final thing that that's I, it. I, I yeah. had to? to yeah, there's four possibilities: uh, money, yeah. it was hypothetical, duty, or they had no choice, and they might be fine with the A. Yeah. Yeah, uh, how, when thinking about this, when I first heard about the 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 deal mm -hmm. that EA was acquiring Respawn, I did wonder. I knew, I mean, I knew they were working on a Star Wars project. But I wondered if there was part of them that I don't know. I haven't done a lot of research into who Vince is as like a person, like their their personality. I'm kind of wondering if, from what I remember of the fallout between Activision and the former Infinity Ward people, there seemed to be a little bit of like an ego battle there. Yeah, that they thought they were like they were big stuff that they they Activision needed them that they made like this is like the biggest game in the industry. Yeah, I wonder if. Despite how good Titanfall and Titanfall 2 is, I love Titanfall 2. Yeah, I know. The sales of those games didn't come close enough to Battlefield or Call of Duty. Correct. They sold a lot, but like they were well behind yes. those two. So I wonder if there was a little bit of a prestige thing of like we're building up, we're building this, trying to build this new franchise. It's getting good reception, but we're just not like Call of Duty. We're not doing Call of Duty. We're not as big as Call of Duty. I wonder if any of that bugged any of them. The the, the prestige factor, like man, mm -hmm. we used to work on like the biggest thing. They might be felt like like cheated. Like we got screwed out of this crap. Like we're doing our best, but like and then EA is like, hey, um, whether someone somebody thought like, hey, if we were actually completely under EA, had their full resources, and look, uh, they they're giving us Star Wars or we got Star Wars, but like they also have like Star Wars too. You know, like. More, like, more Star Wars games. They want to make more Star oh, Wars so games. You're, you're, you're coming from their side, like, hey, we'd get to work on more Star Wars games. They're like, we'll they're be like we will become the Star Wars studio. Yeah. Yeah, we will team. be bigger than Call of Duty. Like, this is like this would be great. On yes. top of the money. Especially I think if there's money in that. that they just shut down Visceral, so yeah, we will be the Star yeah. Wars team. Right. I feel like there might have been that small dangling carrot that might have also, got, like, 
appeal to their egos of like, yes, we can be huge Did, again. Didn't EA publish Titanfall like the same day or like the week before Battlefront? Battlefield? Oh yeah, they've always come out really close to each other. And, and, and they're they, like they're like a week apart. And, they were and like, their yeah, justification apart, is like, I think max, yeah. they, they were like, let's kill Call of Duty this year, and instead they like hurt. Titanfall they hurt themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say they cannibalized their own audience. Yeah. It was weird. It, that was weird. That was very weird. Yeah, Damian, I kind of like that aspect of, of they're humans. They're people in charge of this thing, and they say, yeah, but I mean, I'm going to go with Hogue. Hogue's oh, yeah. Leading theory of just like, the, this is a ton of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. why you sell to EA. Uh, it is hard to be, there aren't many AAA level independent studios. There's yeah. like Insomniac. Uh, mm. Naughty Dog kind of doesn't count, right? No, Naughty Dog's not independent. You yeah. know, Naughty Dog's owned by Sony. Uh, yeah. Who makes um, Quantum Break? Uh, Remedy. 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 I'd say yeah. Remedy's at that level. There's just not a lot of studios at Lucas that level. Lucas used to be. Yeah. When it made who made Hellblade? Uh, that is uh, Ninja, Ninja Theory. Theory. Ninja Theory's like kind of, but yeah. like I wouldn't, uh, you know, that's like double or single A, and that's kind of the point of what they put out with. Uh, uh, oh, you're talking about Triple A, though. Telltale's not a. Telltale's pretty close. Telltale's, They're close, but they just think, went through layoffs. Telltale's a triple exactly. B, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's the point, though. They just yeah. went through layoffs. They're, it's just yeah. hard to be that huge. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to be that big, and so I can see why the, the security of EA saying, hey, we'll buy you. I, is, I mean, the cynical read is the insecurity of EA also is like, hey, we'll get a bunch of, we'll get millions of dollars, they'll fire all of us, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the point. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Man. The, the, like, the, the, then we'll go on vacation. We're we're going to get fired if we don't get by EA, right. bought by EA, and we will get fired if we get by EA. Let's just do the Let's money. Let's just yeah. get money yeah. and then get fired. The yeah. whole thing that Hogue was making one of the points, like we don't know their financials. Their yeah, like their situation could be really bad right Which now. Which is interesting yeah. too, because that other thing said that there's the promise or whatever. Like, and if Remedy's books don't add up the way that they thought they did in the sale, they oh, have oh, to give the some of the money back. Demonification yeah, yeah. period. Or yeah. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, uh, there were many interesting things that I had to edit out because we are a podcast that continually goes over, and it's like, oh, okay, we gotta we gotta mm-hmm. find just the the the, uh, the necessary parts of that. But yeah, Hoke sent in some really interesting stuff. I could it. slip in a real tiny rant. Oh yeah, because uh, because you said people were hungry for it with all of the Star Wars ah, Battlefront, and they were just waiting for that. Give me a rant, John. Uh, the, well, the one comment line that I read, and maybe this is just me being yep. hurt about you know, Star Wars games getting canceled and everything, but like. Uh, and also that they are happy with whatever Respawn is doing with Star Wars and couldn't afford another setback. I think EA can afford whatever. I think I would, if, if EA came out next year and they're like, you know what, we're, we're done with Star Wars. I would not be surprised at all. Yes, you would. No. Yes, you would. I wouldn't. I'd be like, sure, okay. I mean, at this point, maybe. The but... EA just it gets to a point where they're like, yeah, sorry, you know. But it's a, it's, a, it's a positive thing. We had a fun experience with Star Wars, but now we're moving on to something else. You know, because it's just like, it's just not earning EA as much as we would like. Yeah, to have Star Wars. I would, I'd be less surprised if Disney revoked EA's, I like, took it right. away yeah. from that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you keep screwing this up. Bye-bye. Right. Yeah, yeah we'll I find would, a studio that, I would believe. done. Yeah, we'll see what... Because I mean, it, ju- it just, from my perspective, from all, everything that's happened and the microtransactions and Battlefront, mm-hmm. they all factors in, it doesn't seem like EA gives a crap of what, what anybody says about Star Wars. That anything, you know, it's like, the, 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 the campaign adding, like, did not seem at all like, oh, we're making our fans happy. It was, that was a complete marketing ploy. It was okay. just a sell. So we, I mean, we, just, we need something to sell Battlefront 2 that was not in the first game, and so... Yeah, we'll write the story. And, so, and Jones, put it in there. I would say the opposite in that it does seem like they are making an effort to respond to all the negativity about their dumb loot boxes. 
when they say we're cutting it by 75%, that's a big number. Uh, we're cutting, what, hero costs by 75%, I think yeah. is what was yeah. uh, mentioned. From 60 to 15. Yeah. Um, that's that's response. That's I feel that listening. was completely preloaded. I feel that was a bait and switch. Ooh. Ooh. That was, oh, oh, no. I wasn't they going had that, into this. They had that number but locked and loaded. They you were got like, a oh. hot opinion right now They're that like, I oh, want to listen to. 75%? Are we, yeah. we doing that? No, let's not do that now. Let's wait. Let let's them freak out another week. Piss people off yeah. at launch. Let's get those early adopters, the people that paid money extra to play it a week early. Yeah. Let's get more money from them. And then when, the, oh, it's what? You know, oh, we should have added a campaign. This EA, like, oh, we didn't know. Like, of course you knew. And this is kind of, oh, is that, yeah. that's a lot? And like, yes, that's 40 hours to unlock. Through. Okay, well, here's the nice thing. And like, oh. it was a negotiation. Totally pre-planned. Yeah, people are calling them out. They, they said this is a common negotiation tactic for getting right. people to... To change, even if it's a slight needle move in the direction they want, uh-huh. they open with the, like the really drastic right. thing, yep. and then they they come down. There's a term for it. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting this as well. It's the second time I'm forgetting tonight. It's like boiling the frog. Where you where you come back down to a lower point and makes the other side feel really good, like they've but won something, but they've still been be. screwed over. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The net gain is yeah. you lost. Like it's, they yeah. should be five thousand, and they're you're happy that you're getting fifteen thousand for it's a hero. Like, yeah. You shouldn't be. It's the art of the deal, baby. The art of the deal. No. Jones, that's what you're really thinking? I think I almost feel like they're not that smart. I, that was my first impression. <laughs> my, Jones, the the one that you, the person, the character you presented of like, oh, that's a lot. Yeah. I honestly think that's that's like that was honesty. And so uh, your your thing is smarter. Your thing is, and Damiani, like you're right. They probably are doing heavy advanced negotiation tactics, which is this. very interesting. And. Uh, is might be the tactic that EA would take because like everyone already thinks they're evil and crappy, mm-hmm. so they're just leaning into it. <laughs> would they? It doesn't. It doesn't affect fix, them. Instead of it trying to affect their, their bottom lines, it doesn't. It doesn't they don't lose sleep. They right. don't care. They just don't care. Yeah, because they don't care how they're perceived. They, they 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 they're like we're gonna do a thing, but create a narrative, and they're gonna both exist. There's like what they think we're expecting and following, and what is actually happening. What the stories, you know. Polygon and Kotaku and the people who are doing research are actually publishing and they will never comment on it. They will never agree to it. Mm-hmm. They're just like, no, no, no. Here's why we did it. And like, yeah. okay, well, I- I'm going to trust the page that you published as opposed to this 20 page thing that Polygon <laughs> did. Like, yeah, okay. I bet Polygon's just, you know, blowing that out their ass. It is but weird. Like, your, it, your one page apology is clearly. It's weird. In, in this game in particular, we say EA way more than we say DICE. The developers of the game. Right. We say this is an EA game. It is crazy how, how like attached they are to this game in particular and how we just associate it that way. But, I mean, do you think DICE is making the decision on how much heroes cost? That's what's been debated. Uh, Jones says no. I, I do not think that. I, I feel deep in my gut there is a there are many people at Electronic Arts pulling their hair out right now and are being completely unheard. That They are communicating. Like, this will be bad. The fans will not like this. This will not work out the way you want. And he is just like, eh. okay, let's do this. This is our transition. At the end into, of the, at the, end of the year, when I look at the bottom line, if that has the number I want, I don't care about any of this. Okay, let's get in this. It's <laughs> time for love and respect. Love and respect. Kind of associated is why I want to dig into this. Okay. Is we have one that's very related to this discussion Jones just popped into. Good. Developers at EA have reported receiving death threats from disgruntled fans regarding the pricing structure of the game. Uh, this is a quote, but we know exactly which game we're talking about right there. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh. My question, dear panel, should developers working on a game feel entitled to or even obligated to speak out when they disagree with business decisions surrounding a game they're working on? 
would it behoove publishers to allow this kind of public engagement from its developers, or is it simply in their best interests to give developers a gag order and let the PR guys do all the talking? I'd like to state that one, yes, developers and other high profile talent get death threats no matter what they do. All right. Two, no, no one should receive death threats ever. Okay, I'm, I'm back on board with you. Yep, and anyone board. who issues such a threat is an idiot at best and dangerous at worst. Three, it's clearly not the developer's collective fault when these type of decisions are made. Thanks for reading. Love and respect. AMP says woo. So, yeah, that, that kind of interesting thing is like Jones... The people who are pulling their hair out, you said EA, and I'm sure there are people at EA and DICE who are pulling their hair out. Yeah. Should they be able to talk? Should they be able to open up about that? I mean, I mean, there were two things in that, that love and respect question, though. Yeah. One of them is should the developers be able to, like, should they feel obligated to voice, not to the public, to EA, like, higher-ups? Like, the people, the manager people who are going to make, the like, the ultimate calls on stuff. Yeah. Is it their responsibility to voice their concerns over that? Which Jones was saying, like, they probably are doing it. I believe they do do this. Or at least if you're a newer employee, you might have the belief that, hey, I can speak up and do something. EA hires to be like, we've made up our mind. Like, yeah, cool. We've heard this argument before. But, like, I think the people who are in charge of the financials, mm -hmm. like, they, it's not necessarily rolling the dice, but they... They would rather take their chance of the it, like the whole story about the the what was the movie the the auditor who makes a choice of whether it's cheaper to like a car needs a recall is it cheaper to recall it's it or let people yeah or let people have accidents and pay the settlements and stuff they probably just like look at the cost analysis and they're like hey it's gonna be better for us to just roll out with this horrible plan we're gonna get a lot of anger from all these people we're still look at the bottom line we're projecting we're gonna get here it's fine it's, it's okay so developers you can take your your concerns and stuff we hear them but like we're still gonna make money it's not gonna be the best game but then, yeah. it's gonna make money and that's the thing like whenever we talk about ea making money like it's it's what runs this business that's it's their fiduciary responsibility mm -hmm. to get out there and make as much money as possible what what amazes me and what surprises me is that that love that affinity that fans have for star wars and that and that's uh, Star Wars fans have for people creating Star Wars projects seems to have no value for them. See, they, they don't seem willing to invest in that, in that kind of goodwill, you know, that comes from fans. And I just hope it just bites them at some point, you know, that's yeah. at some point they look back, oh, whoops, we pissed a lot of people off there. Maybe that wasn't smart down the road. You know, maybe that'll hurt Battlefront 3. Maybe that'll hurt this respawn game. Yeah, you know, but, like that's what that's respawn. Where, that's where it comes from, Jones, is like, I think we think of this as like Battlefront is EA's game. And it's like, why isn't it DICE's responsibility to make this look like a beloved Star Wars game? You know what I mean? Because like, they're not making the trailers, you know? Yes, like, they are. They're producing the gameplay for the trailers, but they're mm -hmm. not, like, cutting them and putting them up and stuff. I, it's doubtful. Like, if DICE does that internally, awesome, but that's rare. They usually bring in, you know, a completely different company and just, like, send them hours of footage. and then they, Oh, they, EA they absolutely has. Together. You're right. I see what you're saying. EA has done many, like, we're doing that trailer. So when you're yeah. not advertising your game, it's mm -hmm. like, what what, what really, what power do you have over public perception? Yeah. What's up, Damiani? I was going to say, like, uh, with the development part of it, I mean, uh, it, it goes into a lot of saying, like, office politics, and do you, do you really have, like, the the leverage and stuff to, like, your, your opinion isn't even going to matter and stuff like that. I, I feel like most of the development teams, not just at, at DICE, but anywhere, are viewed as like just grunt work. They're, they're, they're the ones who are doing the legwork to make the games, but they don't get to make the big decisions. Only a few key members of probably the DICE team 
have that access and they're probably yeah. people who play ball with the EA management like oh that's a person who will work with us we like their ideology they gel well with us and if you're not that ide- ideology I don't think you're going to be staying at Respawn or any of those EA development teams for very long you'll probably move on to a different studio and so we actually so we had a very similar co- conversation talking about uh, Mass Effect Andromeda when people were targeted for saying like oh you made this game bad and we and we you know it's like we learned no particular person made that game bad. That was, many, right. it yeah. was a, a problem with many, many people. What I find interesting about it is this idea of game developers being allowed to be open on Twitter, to be a, to, to be more open about, hey, obviously, <laughs> no, I'm not singularly responsible for this. Right. You know, to be able to do those things. I wonder what EA would lose. I wonder what their PR would lose. Uh, obviously, things can go awry. Online. Oh, yeah. If you're trying to... If you are not That's, trained in messaging and right, you come out and say right. this is what happened on that, things can go poorly. And like you you run into problems where one person can be perceived as speaking for the entire entity mm-hmm. and it's like you can you don't want that. And it's it's like I mean in a sense like yeah, everyone has the right to say whatever they want and then EA has the right to fire you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so yeah. it's there, but like it's a very interesting thing because I have I have friends who work at various big like triple a developers and stuff like that and some of them are love it and some of them are miserable like mm-hmm. they hate it and depending on their job you know developing whatever or working on this and that like they're a cog in a giant machine and yeah it's not any one of their fault that something doesn't go the way because they don't they don't have that amount of control you know so yeah like sending death threats obviously is ridiculous but like yeah. even thinking that one person who isn't the game director or the person making these decisions is responsible for something going to hell is ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Both of those things are ridiculous. But then, but then on the other hand, like hearing from one employee in one department about why this is bad. Yeah. Is like the other side of that coin. It's like, you're not going to get the full picture from them either. Like they're going to say, Hey, the sound department, uh, you know, the sound is good. And it's like, yeah, that's not really the issue. Like, and then, or like that guy talking about microtransactions is like, well, okay, but who made that decision? They're like, I don't know. And yeah. I think it's, I think it's easy to do when we like paint EA in this negative way and, you know, say, God, it must be really unfair. All the stuff that the way that they're treating their employees, God, imagine working there. It's gotta be the worst. And so you have this poor, uh, you know, developer that wants to speak out and talk to the truth of it and, and say like, no, I shouldn't be, you know, that this shouldn't pertain to me because I'm not involved in this kind of stuff. We'll flip that. And you have this really nice company that's doing really good things and this one bad egg that's right. like, oh, now there's this new fun rule where I can say anything. And like, well, you know, it's I think that kind of opens the floodgates. Clearly, somebody at Ubisoft hates them because it's like nothing doesn't leak out of that company, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there are de- certainly some seriously disgruntled employees out there, like Capcom, apparently, that are just like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to let everybody know everything for every mm-hmm. game. Um, so it's yeah, it, it, it shouldn't always work in a situation where you want to try to, like, protect those people because you like them. But like, oh, they can do it, or they, they should be. Well, and it's it's like airplanes accepted across the board. It's like how airplanes used to say, "Turn off all phones," because they just can't test every phone. So on the off chance that one thing would interrupt the radio thing, they have to say, "We can't do any of them." Uh huh. It's the same thing. It's like one bad egg, like you said. What do you, you mean have to say? say? I, they still tell me to turn off my phone. You can put an airplane mode, but you can keep electronics on. Oh, gotcha. But like, yeah, they used to say like, you have to turn off your phones entirely. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, But yeah, it's like, yeah, these companies have kind of just have to say like, hey, PR is going to do that. And everyone else just. mm." Yeah. And it's something that Jones always says. I think the right thing to do is to have someone who's very good at this communicate openly. And so you do have somebody who is a human 
it'd be so cool to have that person on Twitter at Dice. Right. Hmm. Right. Like, I'm sure that I'm sure there is a community manager. I'm sure that this position already exists, but I think it's fine to let that person do a lot of heavy lifting. But that person has to be extremely open. I mean, I think, think about Jeff from the Overwatch team. Like, the dude's a meme now, but he's yeah. like the voice of Overwatch. Jeff Kaplan? Yeah. 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 Uh, he's a good face. And right. he, I'm sure he's stressed. I'm sure he deals with a lot of nasty things. And it's kind of clear in the language well, he people, uses. The, the weird thing is then people blame him for stuff, too. Yeah. And it's like, he's just the mouthpiece. Yeah. But, as far as I know, I mean, I don't, whatever. Yeah, but I think I think they're doing that a right way. I think they're doing a lot, like, he's Batman. You know, he he has to bear that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's the hero we need, but yeah. not the hero we deserve. Mm-hmm. Right? He's like, let him hate me. And so I, right. I think it's okay to have that person on the team who's who's good at it, who can communicate things, who's very honest with people. And it's kind of like everything Jones always talks about is EA should have someone should have a Jeff Kaplan and we watch videos and he's talking about these microtransactions. Like that'd be the best case scenario. Who comes right? out and is like, Hey, yeah, we're evil. Mm-hmm. We messed it up. Well, it's yeah. oops. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Like yeah. You, you have the, you, have the, you know, you're comfortable being like, Whoa, that didn't work out the way we wanted it to. Right. And it's like, that is so refreshing and so great. And will dear to me so much to a company of like, Whoa, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh, we, we had these expectations. This worked out. Not what we planned. So we're going to do a little detour here. Yeah, and, uh, Charles, it's so funny. I thought that's the wrong what, message is always just like business as usual. Whee! I thought that's what the seventy five percent off was. Yeah. I thought that's what that was, and you're just like, no, dude, that's yeah. not what that is. So quick. Yeah, yeah. You know? That was my first. Year. I was like, wow, that was quick. I was actually like, taking a nap, and like mm-hmm. we were shooting something in here. And I like, woke you up. Woke up from my nap and checked my phone. That's the first thing I saw. Like, wow, like, look at that! And then was like, wait a minute. In the sp- <laughs> in the span of us shooting Frame Trap, where Hubert was super pissed about them doing the, in in that twelve hours where Frame Trap was happening. Yeah. They changed their minds. They yeah. changed it. Yeah. But I mean, most of that conversation is still relevant. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And that's why I didn't want to cover it too much. It was well, like I, mean, a, I think yeah. what you said is right, where it's like, hey, we're slashing it by 75% when really it's still, hey, it's 50% higher than it needs to be. Yeah. It's like yeah. a sale at Bloomingdale's or whatever. It's like, <laughs> Bloomingdale's. The sale price is still $200 higher than what it actually costs. Yeah. At Bloomingdale's. I don't know. Bloomingdale's? They're notorious. Is that expensive? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bloomingdale's. They're, they're, uh, they're monsters yeah. at Bloomingdale's. Uh, thank you for the question. AMP says, Will. Uh, Ian. Oh. Randy Vershuren. Vershuren. Oh, you got to hit that R like I a love D, that huh? One. Vershuren. Uh, <laughs> you are a creative genius. Okay, we got a game. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, if you just want to send in little hey. compliments to the people who are going to be on the panel, absolutely. <laughs> Thank are you. we timestamping that one? Thank you. Yeah, we'll timestamp that. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> one hour, 48 minutes. Ian's a genius. <laughs> one hour, 49 genius. minutes. Yeah. Moving on. All right, let's do a quick game. Let's, let's wrap, yeah. up, wrap up with a quick game. Cover that one fast. Yeah. This might not be a quick game, actually. Let's see. Genius I mean, quotes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is one I thought was really interesting, just like a ton of information, and it was last week. It actually wasn't submitted this week, and I was like, no, I liked that from last week. I pulled it from last week. Okay, here we go. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Hey, allies. I have a game that might be interesting for you. Super Mario Odyssey was teased in October of 2016, Mm. right? We just saw some hops in what we now know as Toast Arena. Revealed in January of 2017. That was when it was called Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, didn't know about the hat tricks at that point, but that was like mm-hmm. the, the title mm-hmm. reveal. And released in October of 2017, or one-year cycle, all told. So we're talking about stuff like that. 
Uh, but as, we, as we've seen, this isn't always the case, and depending uh, that isn't always the case depending on the publisher and internal development issues. Here are several time spans from earliest official tease announcement to reveal no leaks Ooh, or earliest oh. launch uh, date. Love it. Which of these games announcements to release date time period matches each of the following? And what's cool about these is that each of them are pretty short. Each of these is like, oh, that actually was really short. You Resident know, we, Evil Seven. We think of yeah, exactly. We yeah. think of things that are like super long normally. Okay. So, we're talking about a release span of 11 months and 21 days. Is it New Super Mario Bros. Wii, Super Mario Galaxy 2, or Super Mario 3D World? I'd vote Galaxy 2. I'd vote Galaxy 2. I think Galaxy 2 is faster than that, I think. Uh, oh. Yeah, it might be. 3D World's the answer, I think. The answer is, is Super Mario Galaxy 2. Oh! oh yeah. We were just talking about that on the on Friend Code, actually. I thought it... I thought it, it was announced like that year so and it was released in the same year. It was in yeah, 11 exa- months, yeah. Yeah, 11 months, at 21 GDC. days. So it was announced at E3 2009 at June, June 2nd, uh, 2009, and on May 23rd, 2010, it was released. That's 11 months? Jeez. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, sorry, I thought that was a shorter time frame. Never mind. Um, oh, Christmas makes it feel short. I'm yeah. sorry. These We're not going with the fastest because New Super Mario Bros. Wii was five months, 12 days. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's throwing you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, was okay. That, that was announced it's not the shortest answer. It's, the it's actually answer. the longest. It's the longest. Super Mario 3D World was nine months. Yeah, Dang, Mario right. games come out. He got Damiani. Mario games, yeah, Mario Mario out. Mario games come out. Okay. Sorry, Damiani. <laughs> I, I think I set up the game wrong. It's not necessarily the fastest. It's what mm-hmm. is this particular What is the truth? Oh, yeah. okay. Because our next one is one year, 10 months, 23 days. <laughs> is it Grand Theft Auto V, Red Dead Redemption, or L.A. Noir. Man, I have no Ooh. idea about Red Dead. I was so blind Ooh. with Red Dead's advertising. I had what to be told first way one? after the fact. That first Red Dead Grand trailer, Theft Auto I was 5. Like, what is this? I never even saw it when it, that yeah. first trailer. GTA 5, I feel like, got hyped for a long time. I'm, feel, I'm, I'm thinking GTA 5. Because I, no, I have no recollection of the other two, okay. the length of the other two campaigns. L.A. Noir, I feel like it was shorter, but... Could be, uh. but... Because I, I remember there was a lot of talk. They talked about that they, face They announced it and then just kind of went away for a little bit and they came yeah. back. Yeah, Ellie Noir. Yeah. This game is fair because I know the answer. This is a fun discussion. Ellie Noir. I think we'll get my vote. Uh, Damiani. So there, I'll vote for the one. I'll vote Red Dead since everyone else voted other ones. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. Well, in what did you do? You uh, do I'll, I'll stick with GTA. The answer is GTA 5. Woo! Uh, and that was uh, October 2011, uh, and then to, uh, September 2013 is when it came out. Nice. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, very close, is one year, three months. Uh, Ellie Noir is five years. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, I, I thought, you had it. You were just explaining it why it took so long. Yeah, yeah, it was there, yeah. and then it disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Ellie Noir is forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ellie Noir, that's, wow. Yeah, because didn't they, like, change, like, the company change? The original yeah. teaser was not gameplay. It was just, right. like, a street. It was very dark. It was, like, super, super black. Like, it was really only just, like, highlights of Five years, nine months. Yeah, stuff. Uh, it's such a really interesting coming. visual yeah, style. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In that first teaser. Okay. Five years. Whoa. So funny. The L.A. Noir teaser I can remember. And the family, the Red Dead teaser is like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my favorite game Probably of all Probably a horse silhouette. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're doing 11 months, 17 days. Kind of the same time frame. Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy XI. Or Final Fantasy X. How, what was the time frame? It's 11, 11 months, 17, 17 days. days. So 11 got delayed a bunch, didn't it, Damiani? Hey, don't cheat. Say them again. What? Ten came out pretty Who's quick. About it? He's sharing knowledge with you. Say the options again. Oh, uh, Final Fantasy Seven, uh, Final Fantasy Eleven, or Final Fantasy Ten. 
Seven can't be the U.S. release. It would have to be the Japanese release. Yes, we are going by the soonest release. Yeah, then that's either seven or ten. I think it's ten. Eleven also came out pretty quick in Japan, too. Uh, it came out in the U.S. later. Oh, I feel man. good about ten. I think it's ten. Hang on. What are you calculating right now? I'm trying to remember the, the EGM magazine I read that covered, all, uh, covered ten and eleven in the Final Fantasy movie. Yeah, uh, spirits within. It was so crazy. It was like they were all coming out. Eight was about to come out, and they're like, "Look at nine, ten, and 11. It's like, "What? It, what?" Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. The I remember that. I was thing. like, yeah. "What?" Yeah, that was insane. I can't. Dude, ten had some. No, I remember that. Ten had oh. some. Oh no, that came out after the PS2 footage of ten. That wasn't the original reveal. Maybe it was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I imagine Damiani visualizing like a library. Yeah, oh, seriously, can you just like, see it in their mind? Like, oh, yeah, it's like information gonna, okay. like coming by him. Like so the from Matrix. It's, it's just from its announcement, public announcement. announcement to first so not development. Uh, going yeah. to Final Fantasy like VII. Yeah, he's in his mind, in memory palace right now. Final Fantasy VII. It's just EGM magazines. The answer is Final Fantasy VII. Oh, pull out that magazine. You got it. It was revealed in Japanese magazine Dengeki PlayStation S Volume 17 on February 14th, 1996, and then released on January 31st, 1997, in Japan. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Just like, here's Final Fantasy VII in some magazine, and then, yeah, 11 yeah. months, 17, later, 17 days later, it comes out. It's tricky, because back then, I feel like magazines were the way things were revealed more. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was the way to reveal it. the game. way to do it. Yeah, even websites didn't get big revealed yeah, info. Yeah, it was yeah. always magazines. But you would think that Final Fantasy VII would be hyped for years. Uh, 11 was two years, and uh, 10 was one year, five months. So 11 was close. 11 was close. Yeah, they're yeah. all cl- okay. yeah, close. They're all similar. No, 11 was two years. But it, wasn't it like one year, 11 months was the other? Or just 11 months? What it was, was 11 months, 17 days. Oh, yeah, yeah, never yeah, mind. Yeah. So that was one year. Okay. Yeah. All right. Talking about 10 months and 11 days. Kingdom Hearts 2. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep or Kingdom Hearts? <sighs> this one's impossible. How are you even going to guess this? Birth by Sleep? Jeez, I don't remember Kingdom Hearts' announcement. Uh, we'll go Birth by Sleep because one and two probably took forever. Yeah, Birth by Sleep. No, but we're not talking about development time. We're talking about when they were first announced. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's interesting about this. The mainline ones are like... Kingdom Hearts 1. No, Birth by Sleep got announced and I think it took a while to come out. Uh, Then Kingdom Hearts 1, yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling one. What do you got, Damiani? Just trying to remember. (laughs) No, come on. We got to wrap up this podcast, man. You want my gut then, too. Kingdom Hearts 2 would be my guess. The answer is Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah! Yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts (laughs) Birth by Sleep and 2 are two years. Those are two years from announcement. Wow, what was that first trailer like? Kingdom Hearts 2? 1. Oh, yeah. It was the first look I guarantee it started on a beach with the sun. Yeah, 1 probably had the smallest gap then, yeah. (laughs) Every other one's had so much trouble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was probably a smart guess. Two years, 11 months, and 28 days. Wow. So this is our longest one that we've been targeting so far. Two years. And this is Damiani time. Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Or not Ocarina of Time. Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Okay, so Twilight Princess was... uh, Oh, but does it have to be like when it was revealed with a title or not a title? Because 2000... E3... uh, E3, I think just revealed. Yeah, Yeah, revealed. E3 2004 was the first time Twilight Princess was revealed with no thing, and it came out in November of 2006. So that's over two years. How many? How long? What was it? Oh, you nailed the Twilight Princess. Uh, We're looking the, at two years, eleven months. Um, that's too long then, because two years, two years from it would be May. Two two years from May would be May two thousand six, and then <laughs> June, July, August, September, October, November. That would have been two years, six months for Twilight Princess. 
Um, Twilight Princess, two years, six months, eight days. Yeah. <laughs> um, you are a miracle human being. <laughs> if you gave me enough time, I would have got the days. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so just give it the time, Kyle. Wind Waker, Wind Waker. But it's Wind Waker, so the Wind Waker... Yeah, Wind Waker is my bet. Uh, do they do they go the by trick. the Space World 2001 reveal? The chandelier, which was which was in yeah. sep- it was in either August September of 2001. August of 2001, and it came out in Japan in December of 2002. Absolutely, that is that wow. is true. However, that is one year and three months. Uh oh. Ocarina and, Time was. And we're looking at two years, eleven months. So Ocarina Time was revealed as Zelda 64 in 1995. Yes. And it came out in 1998. Yeah. Yeah, that's over two years. No, it was it was three years. That's two years, eleven months, and twenty eight days. No, it was over three years. No, it was over three years because it came out in it came out in November of two thousand nineteen ninety eight. Mm-hmm. It was like revealed in like some Nintendo Power thing, the first screenshot in like spring of nineteen ninety five. Earliest reveal video was video. A, that's a video. I'm talking about like a screenshot. Seven, Nintendo Power. The seven Nintendo Space World 1995. That's a that's a video. November 24th, 1995. It was it was a Nintendo Power before that. I love it. No, I love it. I, <laughs> no, I absolutely not right. cannot argue with him on this. I, I ref, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. It's impossible. I well, believe. I did not see this game going that way. Great. Uh, I mean, if you, you guess the right the, answer, you know. And if you're not going by magazine, give uh, or take I, a month or two. We did magazines before. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you did Dengeki, so. It's possible yeah. that the person who did an amazing amount of research missed one thing. I don't think so. I th- I'm going. I'm going with Joe on this. I one. mean, if it, this, it, by the way. it didn't. It was just called Zelda coming to the Project Reality. So, and it had a screen. But like, do you count that or not? I guess. Like. Yeah, this is really technical. Oh, I see. Are you talking about the one with Link? Yeah, I'm sorry. Lame tunic in the woods. Uh, it was something else other than yeah. that, actually, but that was okay. pretty early too. Like, does so, that count as a yeah, tech like, demo? It's like, where do you count that? Like, it was right. like, officially announced as like the the real game, yeah. right? Which I like, I'll give that to them if that's like sure. where they were putting the marketing push for that. Right. Mm-hmm. But a Zelda on N sixty four, like a real thing, not just a, like a, it's just like here Zelda is there, was before that. There was something before that. Okay, that was a fun game. One <laughs> respect, definitely, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Uh, it is now time for bets. And actually, I think to me it is fascinating to look at re- like reveals to release. It always seems I love like it. it's my favorite. Four years. It's yeah. the it's yeah. everything to me. Yeah, <laughs> that, that 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 span of time because it's so precious and you can never get it back. Right. Yeah. And you can, and it can all just come crashing down in a day. Whereas oh, the last year and a half and we just screwed it up. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> you know the whole mm-hmm. perception. PUBG. We were talking about it now. It's like where are we in the? Do, do we, you know. That game just happened. It was just available. You could go get it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like there was no advertising, you know, or period, like when, as far as I know, for PUBG. Minecraft, the advertisement was the game being played. Yeah. So When it's, Minecraft finally came out, we yeah. were like, what? It's so, yeah. fra- it's so fascinating how different <laughs> been companies for four approach years. Oh, yeah. that, that announcement. That's why I'm, I'm so pumped on Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh, they correct me on that, actually, too. Tsushima. Huh. Equal yeah. emphasis. Oh, yeah, there's no stressing Tsushima. of syllables yeah. in yeah, Japanese, yeah. yeah. Oh, but it's like Kojima. We all say Kojima, and it should be Kojima. It's like Kojima. Right. Kojima. Kojima. Sweet Koden. He probably likes it said like that though. Kojima. Kojima. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Kojima. It must be stress whispered. Both. Stress both. Stress both. Kojima. Right. Stress all. Stress everything. Yeah. yeah. Stress all three syllables. So, oh, anyway, I do. I love that that game was saved for a reveal. I love reveals. Anyway, uh, time for bets. Next week's bet: Pokemon Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon coming out this Friday. Both games on the same day. Yay. Don't they always? Yes. That'd be weird. <laughs> like, yeah, has any Pokemon really ever not been the same day? No. Wouldn't it be cool if they sold Sun? You know, like, in Japan, when uh, yeah. it was red, blue, and green, 
red, green, and then blue. I think that there's a staggeredness. Okay, what's It'd up? be cool if they started selling sun at like 8, 8 a.m. and they did sell moon until like that 6 p.m. That would be funny. <laughs> Jaws. It's not too late. Let's call GameStop. I would love it. <laughs> it's good. It's cute. You rush in. You're like, I'm ready. It's like, nope. Oh. <laughs> you got well, you can have sun. Look outside, buddy. You're not yeah. buying moon yet. Yeah. Moon is the night before, maybe. Oh, okay. And oh, okay. sun is the morning. Well, we'll see. Uh, which we'll see one, what should be sold first Which next one of week. those two games will be higher on Amazon.com's yeah. bestsellers list? And where will the that that game that is higher, will will that rank? I'm going with my high. fave. It's going to be Sun, and it's going to be number six. Ian. Uh, I'm going with Moon, because I like that better. I don't... An eighth. Mm-hmm. Damiani. Ultra Sun number one. Ooh, <laughs> Ultra Sun number one. When I put this in, I knew it was going to be Sun. I did. Sun Ultra. Did I, yeah, I'm uh-huh. with you. Ultra Moon number four. Oh, really? I'm with you. Didn't you do this bat one that came out originally and a Sun did ago. better? A year ago, yes. Sun did better. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Ultra Maybe moon. people learned their lesson. Number Maybe four. Were... Moon now. But I like that. Jo- like we're Actually, we're all got. We're split on our team. This is interesting. Yeah. Superior Silver. Let me lock those in. Last week's bet. It's about a very popular game called Star Wars Battlefront 2. <laughs> <laughs> Which looks and sounds spectacular. I've, like, I finally saw somebody actually playing it like in front of me. Uh, Huber brought it over and, and he was showing Brad and they were running around. And like, gorgeous. <laughs> just, Too bad. Man. Is just, Sweet Justice just, on this one? Just an absolute, uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be yeah. interesting to reach out. Um, but uh, yeah, phenomenal looking and sounding game. Yeah. That unfortunately. Not enough. Huber says you. the campaign is awful and I still want to play it. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's especially because some yeah. of this, I'm not going to say anything, but like, I, I didn't see what I would call spoilers, but I saw some people hinting at some other involvement yeah. of ca- other characters I didn't know were involved. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Curious, possibly setting stuff up for other films. Yeah. Or... Huber can do everything he can to say, Kyle, please don't play this, and I'm still curious. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that released this week. That released on Tuesday, November 14th. At this point, how many words will be in the Wikipedia entry for the game's protagonist? <laughs> Eden Versio. Oh uh, Jones, you bet 900. Ian, you bet 700. Sorry, Bloodworth bet 751 in your seat. It's probably the first time that mistake has ever been made. <laughs> You're so similar. Uh, Huber, Huber bet 864. I bet 2,114. The actual number of words currently in the Wikipedia entry is 1,298 Brennan Jones is our winner. Oh. Did you already know? Ba, 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 ba. What? The you were giving me know? the look. You were giving me the look. You like, were oh, looking at coming. him the whole time you said the answer. Yeah. Of course you he was knew. giving me the look. I just like it because you, you were looking at, looking at, at him. <laughs> what did Blood bet? Uh, Blood what bet nine hundred. What did you bet? No, Sorry, I bet no, no, no. Blood bet seven fifty one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, too yeah. low. If it was too higher low. than nine hundred, we won. Yeah. It was, that was Red Eagles. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So that brings this is interesting. Uh, purple pie to pie to nineteen. Red Eagles twenty-seven. Which officially means you can never catch up. So maybe I have to like add a like no no no. I want to Jones. I want to like do like a like a Tekken Seven comeback bonus or something like that. I've been, Are we opposed is, to that? I was literally thinking about this system the other yeah. day and why you guys always win. Yeah. I do think that there must be some kind of like statistical theory that would support that two people always doing the thing, like having the practice or something, will always beat The practice seven of random Wikipedia people. word entries? No, but I'm saying, like, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, I never the- know the previous bet. 
uh-huh. coming in, and I never find out if I'm right. Yeah. So I never learn from my own guesses. I get that. I absolutely so get like, that. So I never know how far off my bets are, mm-hmm. whereas you guys see the results of your own stuff every time. Yes. It's a broken system. We are changing. And I cannot support it. I've already announced. We're changing the system in 2018. To what? I have not announced that. Ah. I do want to point out that y'all huh. were on a streak. You guys won straight for like six weeks or something crazy. Oh, well, that's so we that, were way in advance. And then, then, like, yeah. they, they caught up. Yeah, but Jones. Well, that's over. We can't lose now. <laughs> Ready, goes up winning. Uh, Purple Platypie, 19. <laughs> Red Eagles, 26. Caca. So there yeah. aren't enough episodes for us to catch up. Yeah, not enough episodes. Hey, man, that them's the maybe break. we just do more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> or for every hour of podcast, yeah, we do, do we, another bet. We just do bet like lots of bets. Every hour. Joan says it at twelve thirty a.m. in the morning. Maybe we just do more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Love and respect. Let me tell you a little bit about patreon.com slash easy allies. What? I just you're just so tired. <laughs> I'm not tired. I'm Regis, baby. I'm I'm wired. <laughs> I'm not tired, I'm wired. I'm not tired, I'm wired. Uh, patreon.com slash easy allies is a cool website to go to if you are interested in supporting the easy allies the people you see and hear before you. Uh we exist because of that Patreon. Entirely. Uh, Entirely. Um, not entirely, uh, but most of where we oh, come from. Twitch is, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty-six uh, percent. Yeah, I would say about sixty-six. <laughs> no, that's more. Yeah, like oh, eighty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> the honesty. It's more. It's way more. It is way more. Uh, anyway, that's how we exist. Uh, there's interesting things to see there about the stuff that we make, the stuff we can do for you, and the stuff you can do for us. So it's a cool website to check out. And uh, yeah, that's all I'll do for Patreon. How do we do on our goals, Damiani? Pretty sure I said I'm way more than three times. I'm pretty sure you did. I just <laughs> here's the thing, Damiani. I'm pretty sure you did. I, like learning not to say um, you got to go to like a speech therapist for that. Yeah, it's just hard. And I, we talked about it a little last week. I don't, I don't dislike um. I'm okay with it. I think it's the hard hold on it. Yeah, that's what people are like. Can you just move along? Like say um, okay. So let's talk about this today Whoa. instead of going. Um. Uh, so let's. It's like the, that. It's the drag. There's yes. a lot of. Whenever I said yeah. time code for the podcast, there's a lot of time codes that start with you going. Uh. Okay. So here we're gonna do bets. Mm-hmm. And like. Uh. Okay. Now we're gonna do something else. There's a so term. Just the, the long hold of the um. Or if you do it. Say so it, you're saying I, I hold my ums for too long. Your ums are long. I'm just. You know. It's fine. Okay. It's uh, fine. I'm, but also. All uh, right. Also. When you say it 20 times in the span of two minutes, when 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 you when there's more ums than actual words communicating your point. John Stewart always got away with a lot of ums. Here's the th- there's a term for uh, I can't remember what it is, but there's a term for these like thinking words. Uh-huh. Like Japanese like ano. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh there's a word for those and they're there because you're thinking while you're speaking and mm-hmm. you don't want someone else to wrest the conversation from you. It's very difficult for me because I'm I think a lot. I'm a, a thought-heavy person, and so Jones, maybe that's the prolonged ums. There are a lot of thoughts happening in those moments. I got a pro tip on Twitter. It said replace um with so. No. So. Mm, you know. So. Oh, no, I just say like. A lot. I got yelled at for <laughs> using so. Yeah, I don't so like so. Sounds very I've, I've through, yeah, I've gone through phases. I keep replacing that thinking word with something else, and every time, eventually, someone's like, "Can you say something else?" Like. All right, time to move on to the next word to replace that. Just do what Jeff Goldblum does and just do them all. Yeah. Oh, um, mm. ah. It's yeah. <laughs> ah. a good tip. <laughs> I also like positive words. Like, what about if it's just dude? Just like, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, we should think of, okay. Ian. Sarcophagus. Uh, 
How do you? Uh, we know you thought about synths at one point. At one point, I did, the but there point? there were a few points where I was not thinking about synths. Cool. I will say it was most of it. There was a part of my brain thinking about synths, <laughs> but uh, there were a few where I wasn't. Cool. Yeah. So I made it. I made it out. Brandon Jones, how did you do on your goal? Remind it. me your goal. To have the little Mario oh, yeah. exclamation. Oh yeah. And I did it when we were talking about Mario. Mm-hmm. So I felt good. I did the exact same one on a friend code that will premiere after this episode. So you like beat me to that Wahoo. Right. But you shot it first, and now we know. Yeah, that's why I said that. <laughs> so I get the credit for that. <laughs> yeah, that's mine. We think you're very cool. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I absolutely forgot what my goal was. <laughs> to be heavier by the end. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me go check. <laughs> oh, I literally thought you were going off. Do uh, heavy he's, atmosphere. He's on that. He's taking off his pants, which I, I don't know why he's doing that. Jeans weigh like five pounds. Oh, yeah, okay. It's not. Lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if I did it. I did it. <laughs> he did it. It's all that Red Bull weight. And you took your sweater off, which was really impressive. <laughs> yeah. Was still yeah, you started with a sweater on, a hoodie on. I gained four pounds. <laughs> Proud of you. It's this nervous weight. <laughs> nervous weight. Oh, How long has this episode been? Josh. This is two. This is okay. two plus. It's a solid two. We're, ro- we're rolling right into two. Jones. Yeah. You have won because you got that bet right. Yep. You, you have... The- Right did responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. Whoa. You get to promote any Easy Eyes video you would like to promote. You get to uh, get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, you want to reiterate, or simply just that you thought of right now. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. Nice. You can follow me at Trailer Jones. You absolutely need to watch the latest Easy Update, Opinion oh. Yell, because uh, it's fantastic. Uh, what is many, that? many things are great about it. Easy Update is a show that Ian produces every week for Easy mm-hmm. Allies. And what's opinion? Y'all? The opinion y'all episode was a a remnant of uh, game trailers and a name that we're taking back. Thank you very much. There were a lot of a lot of a lot of safe. <laughs> it was never lot, an official show. A lot of tiptoeing we did. You know, yeah. we first started Easy Allies just to be safe. You mm-hmm. know, like uh, we created new names for all of our stuff. Um, but that one uh, that one's ours. Darn it, we're keeping it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was nice. It, it felt like putting an old pair of shoes back on. It was yeah. nice, like doing a show. You know, we used to do it's pretty much the same format. Uh, and I, one of my favorite things about Easy Update, I just love it when we get goofy. I just love it. Uh, um, I love when we all have to do that. I love when yeah. someone goes up and does something yes. silly. And so now it's like, all right, like, I don't feel nervous that I got to be funny, but like, I know I got to go up and I know I got to commit and I know I got to, you know, <laughs> stare at people like staring at Huber in that experience too. None of you know what that's like. None of you know what it's like to yeah. stare at Michael Huber through that thing. Not Huber. Yeah. Uh, but, uh. So that was that was very special. But uh, just the way the whole thing came together, it was very funny. The editing and stuff. I, I, I love I love just like when two people are talking and like the rim. I love when somebody just goes along like the, the border of the the video. Um, and uh, a, a, a lot of comments from people about do more of that. And yeah. so it's it's if you were looking for kind of more irreverent, funny us just goofing around, short format. You know, I think it's what like eight minutes, like six five, minutes. Yeah, six or eight minutes. Five like, five forty, I think. Uh, yeah, and you're in your app. It's great. I like that as Mario versus Zelda. It's an entirely pointless argument. Well, there's a little, little bit of truth in there, you know. Like, there's a lot of bit of truth. Some, in there. You know, it's yeah, like, well, most of it is true. Um, yeah, yeah. We, we definitely try to amplify some of our frustrations there, but yeah. like, there's a yeah, there's a you can't fake some of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, wonderfully produced by thank Ian Hanks, so, so very very good. I mean, and everyone un- did a great uh, job. Unfortunately, uh, the um, uh, Mario sound effect is all mine. Uh, that was ent- entirely 120% taking credit for that. I own that in the week of November 14th, 2017. <laughs> as of Easy Allies, to all of you watching and listening at home, cheers.
to join these microtransactions.